I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, straight to door. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all, this might be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Thrill me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. How fu- how funny that you chose Tom Atkins' uh, yeah. um, intro, because um, today at Beyond Fest, they had a Tomathon, where they showed three of his movies, and he was there to do Q&A. Cool. And my buddy Scott was there. Nice. Yeah. They had Night of the Creeps, The Fog, and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And somebody had asked him. One of the questions was like, "Hey, what's uh, in Halloween three? You got a lot of, you got a lot of trim. You got a lot of booty. You got a lot of ladies. How? how what's the secret?" And he's like, "Yeah, you got to grow a mustache." I thought <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Oh man! That's funny. So yeah, so yeah. Hopefully, everyone that went there had fun. Um, oh, you know, I do have two extras from Beyond Fest. Actually, <laughs> there you go. Let to bring it up. I saw two movies there, duh. So, but yeah, before we get into all that, let's 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 get the intro going here. Episode four seventy two of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. I'm your host Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett, and I'm Tony, aka MCP. Not sure how, when, how early in the week that poster was put up. Wasn't sure if it was a real poster for Bad Boys for Life. But I was getting some grief. Oh I was yeah, some shit yeah. From you, the, you stirred the pot from the messenger, the chat. and I was like, Who uh, fucking cares? It's like a movie poster. poster. It's a shitty it ass shit. poster. It's so right, it's but... a shitty ass poster. So I said it was, and they're like, "What? You're you're not excited for the movie?" I'm like, "Wait, where where are you getting that? I'm not excited for the movie. I'm just commenting on a shitty." I think it's because nobody nobody took any moment any any time of their consciousness to criticize the poster. They were just looking at, "Ooh, bad boys, yeah, hype, bad boys, hype." Yeah. Yeah, and so then you there. come on, yeah. you you come out of nowhere and go fuck that, and you're like, what? Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, that wood push is whack. <laughs> That's funny. I, I agree with you. Right. Once you pointed it out, I was like, yeah, it's but, completely I mean, lazy. It's like, it's what are lazy. they looking at? Like, you know, yeah, they're just reloading. Like, I would, I would even, I wouldn't even call it a poster. I bet you no one has printed that out. Yeah, th- yeah, that's you know gotta I mean? be yeah, like it's yeah. just somebody had lazy graphics. That's all. But no, yeah. no one's even whoever put, that, put that together, like however long it took them, even if it took them thirty seconds, like go fuck yourself. That <laughs> bullshit. It's terrible. You know, I could do better on Photoshop. I don't even know how to use Photoshop. What the fuck, dude? It's just lame. Now the oh, real post that comes out better be some shit. It better be. Better be some. Well, I'm not gonna Drew. go see the movie. Pretty what much. The movie poster have to do. It better anything. be some Drew Strews and shit, man. Some fucking old school Back to the Future Star Wars artwork. You know what I'm saying? How amazing would that be? Mm. You know, they, they need to start selling this on Mondo sites and bottleneck alley posters, you know? Because if we don't get a bad boy, it's always the same movies over and over again. Avengers, bad, bad, superhero, you know. Let's, let's, let's get some action movies in. Let's get, you know, can you imagine a badass drawing of them, you know, with like explosions in the background? That's, that's what it's going to be, right? They're two big heads, you know, 
the other the other cast members explosions right, right. the standard floating tree. heads and yes half and half the, red half blue yeah half exactly you know, before, or that yeah. that that orange and like tealish yeah. exactly yeah. that's what's gonna be and if that's the case too I'm not gonna like it either so it's just you know yeah whatever wherever that came from you know I mean thanks for sharing it you know I appreciate it anything bad boys we're gonna obviously love and talk about so we appreciate it. you guys put on the messenger. My my thing was I came in, I was just I saw it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I see it says Bad Boys for Life, so I know it's from the new movie, but what kind of lazy ass fucking photo shoot? And then Martin looked even skinny too, so it wasn't even like a newer picture, but they photoshopped the hell out of him. So kudos for that too, because he probably liked it. He looked slimmer. But come on, man. Seriously? This bad boy for Yeah, this I saw cool. the video Martin got fat. Yeah. So is it Larry? So it's not Larry anymore? Not Larry, that's gonna be Martin now? Nobody even knows that joke reference. <laughs> Bonus points for everyone who gets that reference. Bonus point to anybody who, the first person who who knows what I'm joking about. Larry got fat. There you go. Damn. Do you know Tony? I think I was on, I think so, yes. You, damn, you better know. I get some shit. <laughs> but yeah, so I just want to comment on that real quick because, uh, yeah, that was just, didn't even try, you know? lazy straight up lazy yeah i gotta find it now so yeah pink ranger's birthday today you guys fans of power rangers back in the day go, go uh no it was, it was after my time after your time bitch you're younger than me and i watched it what the fuck are you talking about really yeah everything's after his time <laughs> I know, right? I feel like I feel like I was already like a teenager when that. 1993 to 1996. See, so you were watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in middle school and high school. Yeah, my neighbors were all those that age group. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, really I was cool like, until you watch Power Rangers, someone's watching. I was fucking. I was like, eh, thanks, but no thanks. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Even back then, you were fucking fatigued already. Yeah. <laughs> Leather the shoes are birthday day too. You ever watch Karate Kid or did you hate that fucking thing too? Oh, I loved Karate Kid. Oh, okay. I loved that fucking Karate Kid. Which oh, back, was to, which back to the future was she in? Who? Leather the shoe. Oh. Uh she was in the second one. Are you sure? Oh no, she was in the first one. Then she got replaced in the second and the third one. Is that right? No. No. She was in the second and third one. That's right. Yeah. There you go. The rumors of her character Ali from Karate Kid might be in the show Cobra Kai. They hinted, oh. they talked about her before. They hinted, so that would be pretty cool. I would love to see that. And of course, you can see her in uh, the Boys on Amazon Prime. You guys watch that show? No. Oh, yeah, you still haven't watched Shit. it. Shit! After you saw how cool it was. So, Bad Boys, the Twitter account. No, don't even say it. I won't say it. I won't say it. But the official yeah, Bad Boys handle, Twitter account has that as their picture. Fonzo is. I gotta, I gotta see it now, Tony. Send that shit over. Furious. That's so. That's telling me that's legit. Then. That that means it's legit. <laughs> Look at that! That is the banner for. All I like how Tony laughed maniacally. <laughs> uh, it just the pot. The pot keeps getting. Started. I'm proud of Tony on this one. I don't give a fuck what the poster is. 
Like, it's a Bad Boys movie. I'm going to go see it. Like, Okay, thank you. Maury Diaz. Oh, my God, what a horrible poster. Whoever's in charge of the marketing department needs to get fired. Someone said that? Oh, that's awesome. Somebody, yeah. The movie's going to be good. I'm excited. Bad Boys for Life. Hashtag. Man, they should be... They should, they should lead them to our podcast when people have BBL. Podcast. I was gonna say, man, I hope we get a little spike in our listenership <laughs> after this fucking movie comes out. Because uh... myself and my whole damn family, so they're high on weed and ready to get our bad motherfucking boys for life a fuck on whatever that means. <laughs> Is that even English? Wow, that's just a lot of f bombs. That's all. How about this? Buen poster, expressivo, impantite por su estreno. Espero que sea nivel mundial. Go fuck yourself, JC. Say for Rosa, when poster, you, what are you, fucking blind? Look at that, but they're both looking down, you can't even, what, what the fuck? They be holding their cocks for all we know, you can't even see what they're doing. They're, they're, they're at a urinal. The <laughs> <They're> at the... <laughs> see, the banner, you can see it, but the picture on the, uh, the one, what you're going to do when they come for you, yep. Boys for Life, One Last Ride, you click on that picture, you don't even see. Big dick, con- big dick contest, they're both failing. The fuck? Thanks, Tony. Yep, no you problem. See that. I mean, I don't know. Is this is this the actual official Bad Boys? It's got a verification on it. Right? Yeah, it's got a verification. It's only got 8,000 followers. That's what I mean. It can't be right, huh? Oh, when does the movie come out? It doesn't come out till next year, right? Yeah, January 17th. Y'all got time oh, January. Play. So they got 8,000 followers, but this, the, this view for the trailer's got 6.39 million views. Badboysforlife.com. Let's see. Badboysforlife.movie. Yep, it's on there too. It goes the trailer. And the big ass. Wow. Big ass peacock. The big poster, the big banner for the background. Yep. Is that. Wow. What the fuck? It's irate. The Bad Boys, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, are back together for one last ride in highly anticipated Bad Boys for Life. The screenplay is still by Joe Carnahan. Oh, interesting. Chris Bremer. Story by Peter Craig, Joe Carnahan, and Chris Bremer. I would love to have him here. better direct it. You know, you know I, I understand yeah. why they went with this design. Oh, it, elaborate, uh, please. Because it allows them to do so much with it. They can put as much space between the characters as they want for the page. Right? So they can make it really wide for the banner on Twitter. And then they have it for like the main page. It can it can adjust. It can it can it can I be variable. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. it can so it's like a lazy stock photography. That yeah, they yeah. For. It's like minimalist type. It allows them to do minimalist things, but it has their image. Like I, I could see why they chose this design. I get it. It makes sense. It just makes it easy to do things. Go. It doesn't mean it's cool. Yeah. No, not cool. Thanks a lot. Well, let's move on from that then. Let's move on to some some little. Let's talk about yeah. Talk about movies that we have seen. There you go. Like MCP, you say you you saw an extra. Yeah, so well, I got I got two things coming for you, but I'll um, we'll we'll alternate because I know you have two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my first one is I saw, in the shadow of the moon. Have you guys heard of that? Uh, I don't think so. 
Uh, let's see. Did I watch it on Netflix or on Amazon? I don't know. Somewhere. It was a free one. Um, I didn't pay for it. It was just one of those. Let's let's throw this on. We're we're just home, you know. Oh, I did. I did hear something. Oh wait, about is this. Dexter in it? Yeah. Yes, Dexter's in it. Yeah, the boss. Yeah, no, Boyd Holbrook is in it. Oh wait, did I actually? You know, now that you said that, I did. It's got a boy straight jacking. Yes, it does. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Joaquin Woodbine. So you saw this too last week or a few weeks ago? I have not seen it. I just saw the, I saw the the cover for it. Gotcha. And you're going to, you're going to dictate whether I actually see it or not. Uh, Man, bullshit. We told you the boys was good. You still haven't watched it. <laughs> well, that's a television. Show. Yeah, that's a, a series. That's that's tough to that's tough to do. But this is a, a Philadelphia police officer struggles with a lifelong obsession to track down a mysterious serial killer who whose crimes defla- defy explanation. Uh, yeah, that's that's what they give you in the synopsis. The trailer that I saw gives you a little more, gives this feeling of like a time travel thing. Like what? You know? Um, mm. Yeah, like the, it has this like, oh, okay. it ha- it's going to have some kind of weird time travel thing. They didn't explicitly say it in the trailer. Uh, so I went into it thinking like, yeah, let's let's see what they got. Um, and it does kind of um, it, it, but it doesn't it, it, it gives you that, but it doesn't get into the sciency part of it, which is kind of nice. Like, the, you know, avoiding all the talking about loopholes and shit. Um, mm. So it starts off with 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 uh, like it shows the future. That shows, like you know, post-apocalyptic. Something exploded. There's, there's chaos. There's a high-rise. It's there's fire in the streets and nobody around. And uh, high-rise buildings are empty with the windows blown out. Type thing. Like it looks like some shit went down in like 2024. And then the next scene, you're back in 1988 or something. Um, so it's like, okay, you're, you know, we're going, you know, doing time shit right, all, right, right away. Uh, and uh, and it and it follows. Who's this main guy? Uh, is that the Holbrook guy, Boyd? Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, it's the bad guy yeah. in uh, in uh, Logan. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy. Okay. We saw him in the new Predator. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's yeah he's playing a a cop who is kind of want to be detective kind of guy um so he's even though you know he he's a cop doesn't need to be doing detective shit but he's still trying to do detective shit so he's um his uh michael c hall the, the dexter he's um plays his brother-in-law um and who who actually is a detective and they have a kind of a uh this chemistry going on where it's his brother-in-law and his and his his sister his wife you know she's gonna have a baby so they're like amiable or amicable um that's the word right friendly they're friendly with each yeah, other <laughs> but at the same time they're kind of like butting heads in the department because one's a detective one's a cop or want to be detective so that's an interesting play you know that that chemistry that they have um uh but uh let's see how how, how to talk about it without spoiling too much um yeah so so this so what happens is people start like bleeding from the eyes from the nose from the ears and just dying all oh. ra- randomly around the city and, and this is right in the beginning of the movie um and our boy Boyd is trying to figure it out he he's a cop responding to uh, a call and and he's and like they're like their their brains are hollow 
or their heads are hollow. Like the brains got melted too. He's like, what the fuck? And, uh, and he's trying to figure it, figure it out. And he sees the girl with, with the blue hoodie, which you see in the trailers, um, chasing her down. And she starts saying some weird shit. She like knows his name. Um, and he's like, what? I, I, I don't want to give it away, but I'm fucking confused. I know, I know. It, it's it. So this is in 1988. He's chasing her down because he thinks that she's responsible for these murders. Um, and then uh, something happens, and she disappears for like uh, nine years. And then the murders start happening again, like or the deaths that have start happening with a similar pattern. And then he sees her, and he's like, "What the fuck." And that's when it starts getting, you know, so, so, and he's, and he's obsessed with this mystery of these deaths and this girl. Um, I was in, I I was, I was ready to, to throw this on and start playing video games in the background. And, and I, I was sitting there and I, and I was glued. Um, I I think it was, it was well done. Um, your boy straight Jack and is, is, uh, plays his partner. Um, and they, they they do well together. They, it's 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 fun to watch. If you like sci-fi, it has a little bit of it, but it's mostly a character getting lost in the mystery, like he's trying to solve a puzzle, and he's it, it, he's becoming obsessed with it to where he's losing friends. He's not being a good you know husband father, so. It was pretty well done. Um, I, I don't want to give uh, too much away, um, so I'll just give it. Yeah, a that, there's no danger of that. Shit away! I'm totally fucking clueless to what the goddamn movie. Good, is. good. That's that's the point. <laughs> you need to go into this clueless, but interested. <laughs> it's um, on Netflix right now. Netflix. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you want to you want to give the listeners a break from my crazy shit? Because Ramble. the next the next Ramble thing I, of a madman is Fonzo's extra credit. <laughs> I I only say that because my next uh, extra is a time travel show. Oh, so, all right. Hold on to your butts. Play. Yeah, hold on to your butts. Yeah. Well, on Beyond Fest on Tuesday night, um, they were showing this movie called Girl on the Third Floor. It's directed by Travis Stevens, his first directorial debut. Before that, he had produced movies, uh, We Are Still Here, and Starry Eyes, which I've talked about in the podcast, which I really liked. And so this directorial debut. And the moment I saw this guy's name was going to be there, Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk, former WWE wrestler, who stars in it. I got excited. I'm like, cool, I'm going to get tickets like to meet him. That'd be rad. So he stars in it. And uh, Trias Kelly Dunn, who was in the show Banshee, you guys ever saw Banshee? Um, she's also starring in it, plays his wife. So Don Coach tries to renovate a rundown mansion with a sordid history for his growing family, only to learn that the house has other plans. It's really weird. Um, like, he starts breaking down the drywall, and, like, gunk starts coming out, and, like, electrical outlet, there's more gunk coming out. You're like, what the hell's going on? You're trying to figure out. Um, you can tell there's some kind of shady past with him. Um, you know, for, like, he had done a, some other movie before called uh, Rabid um, from the Saska Sisters. It's a remake of Cronenberg's old movie, so it was like a second movie, and he wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It's it's pretty cool. Like his performance was, you know, for uh, being a trained actor, he he did all right. Um, he's playing kind of a womanizer. Like he's he's got his wife pregnant, but like some chick comes over to the house and just like, like add it randomly, some hot chick comes over, so she starts flirting with him. You're like, oh shit, here comes trouble. Another funny thing about him, he's a straight edge, so he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke. 
It's from the movie. <laughs> takes and some weed and beer so i'm just kind of laughing like like he, he doesn't do this so he's an actor he's gonna pull it off that he, he does and cracks open a beer bottle starts drinking i'm like oh all right it looks convincing um so yeah the movie it's it's a it's a little out there it's it's I can't say, i was entertained but i wasn't really like uh scared or it's kind of weird to explain because i feel like i kind of want to like it just because it was in it and was part of it because travis stevens the director was really cool when i talked to him afterwards and uh, and CM Punk was really cool talking to him, but I wanted to judge my movie. Like, yeah, it was a great movie. You know, my buddy I looked over him; he's kind of dozing off. He had to work the night before. Um, he works like graveyard, I think, so he was kind of tired. But regardless, so it's got this weird theme where it's just kind of like it's all in one location. It's one of those where it's like you know, it's like it's him working in the house. It's mostly him in the house, and then once in a while he goes to a bar or his friend comes over and it's working on the house. So it's not really a, like. It takes place in Chicago, which is, which is where he's from. So I wonder if that's probably why they cast him too. Um, but it, it's this, it's a story about this house. I think the, the one they use might be a little haunted or something. Like the poster has this weird like bottom of a heart or some weird mountain looking thing, and on top of the house it's supposed to be like haunted. Um, just a kind of strange movie. It wasn't. Uh, it's hard to recommend because I like I said I I'd watched it once and I'm like okay cool uh, I'd be fine never seeing it again. There's nothing really spectacular, anything new or jaw dropping. They're like, oh man, you guys gotta check this out. This is really cool. You gotta throw this into your October Halloween film watching or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so, yeah. So at the end of the day, if I gotta be honest, I, I'm just gonna say it's a waste of time because I do. I I really wanted just to go meet CM Punk. You know, I was hoping <laughs> the movie would be good, then be a bonus. You know, that would be a waste of time. Yeah, it just wasn't. Uh, didn't really it's do it it's always me. tough to separate the excitement and fun of the event versus the movie you're watching yes yeah you have so much fun there they're promoting it they're the people they're talking about they're having a good time they want you to have a good time they're they're shooting out t-shirts you know and a t-shirt cannon and uh you know there's a celebration and it's cool so it's like it's yeah so like you're right it's like so you you get all that cool let's go watch the movie so you start watching like you cheer for the right times or you know it's got a cool crowd the Beyond Festival is a perfect crowd to watch it and people cheer at the right moments and you know and gross out at the right moment but it's just at the end of the day yeah it's like all right that's that was cool <laughs> you know kind of not though thanks for my free signature oh I got my signature I got my blu-ray signed yeah. by him so and the picture it was, was, it, was it was only worth watching the movie to get all that ex- experience and the signatures and everything yes to talk but, to him Puck, meet him but and, you wouldn't yeah. put your own dollar out for it exactly yeah I mean, I did pay for it, but yeah, <laughs> I can't get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I did pay for the signature. Now, if I think about it, right? Right. So I went. That's what so you I paid get for. That, yeah, the picture and the sig. So, and his handler was like, "Only one, guys." We're like, "Oh, okay." Well, of course. Yeah. Because he kind of joked like, "Whoa, kind of excessive, there, right, guys?" Because my handler? friend had a big old picture. Well, like you know, they're fucking, they're 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 publicity, they're um, what do they call their PR people? You know. Like, I, I don't know if they want uh, like their agents. You know, they have like you know people. They have all those yeah. fucking people that work for them. So we just call them handlers because they're always like, "Oh, can you come here real quick." Oh, this guy wants to talk to you. You have an interview with this person. You know, so it's like, all right, everybody yeah. else just wanted pictures with them. Like me and my, me and Christian were the only ones that like that we saw brought stuff for him to sign. So they like like look who's really here, wrestling fans that remember you from wrestling and right as if as if two or three signatures is going to take more time than someone 
taking pictures and you know get posing and taking the camera and oh fucking with the yeah. app and it's like yeah yeah i only yeah. had like three things to sign it was like the blue the uh like the special and the wwe did on him a video game that he was on the cover of and i think i had all oh, the money in the bank because he had won two of them these like wrestling pay-per-views he had won two of them so like yeah it wouldn't have taken him more than fucking 15 seconds to sign three of them you know he yeah. signed so fast so uh, but yeah but when you get in there pose get your camera take a picture I mean, yeah. that can take pretty quick, too, if you don't fuck around. But, yeah, it's just, um, whatever. They said one, so I got one. Whatever, you know. You got it. I got it. Yeah. So, time-traveling TV show, you said, huh? Yeah. Um, found it on... Yeah, what the hell did you watch? Found it on Prime Video. It's animated. Yeah, it's called Undone. It's got Rosa Salazar in the lead, who Alita? was the um, the face of Battle Angel Alita. My, my is my oh. mic turned off? No, uh, I can hear you. Okay, I said, "Oh, you mean Alita?" <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you say it as I was oh, saying it. Oh, okay, don't wonder. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, say exactly what I just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I oh, didn't hear you. Uh, but yeah, I, well, I didn't recognize her at first. Uh, yeah. I st- I started watching this because I came off the one movie. And I was like, all right, let me find something else to put on while I play video games, <laughs> right? So I was like, poor girl would never get a real, her actual face on in a movie. Huh? <laughs> right? But <laughs> here's the thing. The the animation in this is rotoscoped. So it looks, uh-huh. it looks real except just a little animated, you know? Like it's not yeah. like it's hand-drawn. So yeah. her face, you know, you get to see all the expressions, Um so and and I think it actually served it. It, it was very well done because. Uh, oh yeah, so, that is cool. That is neat. I right? did that. You, saw, you the see trailer the trailer? Right now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty well done. Um, and especially with the the premise that it's that it's following, it 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 works. Um, it, I feel like it could only be done in animation. Um, it uh, let's see. The synopsis is: a woman discovers she has a new relationship with time after surviving a car accident that almost killed her. And so I was like, okay, I'm in. Let's 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 put that in. But I was like, it's animated, you know. I'm, I, I could just have it in the background. No, I was. We binged it. Laney and I watched Whoa. all of them that day. Whoa. Yeah, it was Whoa. good. They're 30 minute episodes, so I was it's just gonna ask you that. Okay. It's, it's only four hours of of show. Um, it's but it was yeah, it was very uh, well done. Uh, the kind of the premise um i'm trying to decide if this is a oh shit selena's mom's in it that's cool. yeah yeah there's yeah there's a lot of people that are recognizing it um recognize i, I have no idea what their names are <laughs> i just i was like yeah that's a familiar face oh bob odenkirk Saul goodman breaking bad is that the that's jacob winogar winograd Ah yes, okay, yeah, yep, yep, that's him, and that's, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 I do recognize his face now. Um, but it was really cool because the, the like the, the in the synopsis they're talking about a car accident, so there's this thing about um, a mental illness, right? She was in a coma from the car accident, and she starts experiencing time in a non-linear way. And it's almost like she has control of things. Like she'll experience something and she'll time travel back and change, you know, like it'll be different. Um, and so, and because of the animation and they can, they can do things, you know, that 
you know they, they can they can bend the rules and and make things look all trippy uh it, i i could imagine it it's almost like when you're um in in inception like when you're in the dream world of inception like how things are warping and stuff it's almost like that feeling uh just animated um but it was really cool it was really well done it it, it i think it it does a really good job of balancing a a social commentary on mental illness and mm. the time travel aspect of it um it was, it was really cool. I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Obviously, you fucking buy that for a dollar. And, and and here's the thing: we finished it, out, and right? I started getting mad. I was like, "They just pulled a fucking Shutter Island on us." And Lainey's like, oh, "No, but this, this." And I'm like, "No, but this, this." And she's like, "But it's a series." I'm like, "Fuck!" She's right. In a in a movie in a movie, you wrap that shit up, B. You know, like you you right. got to finish. You got to make give me the story. But in a series. They always leave you wanting more at the end. I'm like, damn it, that's true, and that's kind of the way they left it, you know, like for a for a season two. I was like, okay, fine, I'll I'll let it pass, <laughs> so oh, I can no. give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. So what did you just post? Oh, Twilight Zone episodes are ambiguous, and you try, you hate every episode if it, if they all were not finished correctly. <laughs> it would, yeah. Um, I'd be curious how I'd feel about it now. I know I enjoyed Twilight Zone as a kid, just as a yeah. fun thought experiment. You know, each episode was was fun to think about. Yeah. But it's almost like that's the point. The point isn't to wrap something up. The point is to unravel it, open it up. Let's oh, see more of it. Exception bomb. Yeah. Did you hear that, Harley? So. Yeah, head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> So did you see you you watched two at Beyond Fest? Yeah, I saw one more. Um, so the very next night, um, I, uh, William Freakin, the director of The Exorcist, was supposed to be in attendance. So I bought my tickets a moment. I saw that, and then it turned out he got sick and he wasn't he wasn't going to be there. So that was a real bummer. And Lee Winnell, the writer from Saw, was supposed to narrate. He didn't show up either. So that was a bummer. But they got Linda Blair instead, who played Reagan. Um, so they're like, all right. That'll be cool to watch it with uh, Reagan herself in the, in the audience and have a Q&A afterwards. That'd be pretty neat. Huh. Uh, this is the director's cut. We get the whole spider walk and everything, more footage. And, uh, yeah, seeing it in theater with, the like, the volume cranked up to 11. It was really fucking loud. Um, and, and the crowd was, like, they laughed. And I forget, there's a lot of, like, f- weird funny moments, oddly enough, um, especially for the guy next to me. He had the loudest fucking laugh. Oh, my God. Every time something laughed, it was like, eh. it was loud, and then it would go on forever to where, like, everybody was done laughing, and you could still hear, like, <laughs> like three more from him. I was like, fuck, dude. Come on, man. You know? Uh-huh. It's like, granted, pretty much everyone here at Beyond Fest has probably seen this already, so no big deal if anyone misses something, but it's just cool seeing it in the, in the theater. Um, like, oh, and Eileen Dietz, who played Pazuzu, the chick that you see her face um, pop up once in a while, you know, here and there. She was there too, but apparently there's beef between her and Linda uh, Blair because I think Eileen did. She did like a lot of the um, yes. Yeah, he says Pazuzu's face and uncredited, but I believe she did like some of the stunts were like you know the girls getting you know thrown around the bed and stuff. So it's interesting they have her as they have her on there, but uncredited. So I wonder how that works with like like with us with SAG and and the and the 
you know, the, the Screen Actors Guild, like, because apparently, like, her and Linda Blair shared, like, the the load of the character of Reagan, where, you know, a lot of stuff you see is Linda Blair, some maybe the most fucked up stuff is Eileen, because she was older, and, mm. and I guess it was, from, from what I, from what we were listening to in the lobby and stuff was, like, uh, Linda Blair was nominated for an Academy Award for the one, but she didn't win it, and somebody else won it, and I think she holds her accountable. That's what we heard from Eileen's side, but then my buddy Mark was telling us this other story that she was black. She's blackballed because she was saying some shit. So it was, it's very fascinating. I, I need to like kind of read into it more and get into it. But as far as the movie, it's a fucking Slater man. It still holds up. Eileen Burstein, Max von Sydow, they're fantastic. Um, and Linda Blair too for that young age and we having to do some of the shit she does, man. It's it's crazy. Just seeing the practical effects of uh, Dick Smith's like amazing work. The, the we watched movie. it on the podcast years yeah. ago. I remember that was the last time I'd seen it, and it's it, it held up for sure, which is crazy. Like the 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 cold room, the the bed shaking. Like, uh, I mean, imagine nineteen seventy three. People were fucking fainting, throwing up in the theater. Like they'd never seen shit like that before. And mm-hmm. I'm so envious of like you know going in the theater and be like you know how Tony always says everything's a copy of a copy now right it's super impossible to have anything new right, right. you hear a song and ah, that song sounds like that one well it's like well, how much more how can we make new you know unless it's really fucking far out there right um, or, or you see a scene like oh that's from that it's like well f- of course that's from that you've seen that before already right never seen that before then you would say it's from this movie right um, so it's kind of hard uh, but the shit they've done they they were doing back then fuck. I mean, it's. I mean, when she was like, "Fuck, mate, fuck," was sticking the cross in her, in her, in her, you know, in her. Yeah. And like people in the theater were not laughing; they were not saying anything. Also, you can say vagina on the podcast. I know. This, <laughs> this is the director's cut of the exorcist. You're right. So, fuck, mate, fuck, mate. But uh, your mother sucks cock in hell. But what's crazy? Yeah. Was, right. uh, yeah I mean, it's stuff like that. It's like, do you, you know? Especially if you're like a hardcore, like a. Uh, Christian or Catholic going to that movie, you're like, yeah. you're, 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 you're saying your prayers every five minutes, you know? <laughs> um, uh, and the tubular bell song hits, oh, when it hits here, I was like, even, even this song got a, got a cheer, dude, when the song, when Father Karras was showing up to the, to the house. Uh, I mean, Father Mary, I'm sorry. Um, when, uh, when Max von Sydow's character, when he shows up and they're playing the music, you're like, everyone's like, yeah, like, it, it was, everyone just knew, like, the cues, everyone knew when to shut the fuck up, when to be quiet, when to, you know what I mean? Um, mm. which is kind of, that, that that audience is like perfect for it because I've heard stories where our good friend our Tony Jimmy O, he oh, went yeah. to like a late night screening of it at this like local theater. It's just a bunch of teenagers and shit, and they were just laughing oh, like yeah, almost throughout, right? So almost just like kind of ruined it. Same like when we saw Halloween, you know, some teens were like just chuckling. You know, I don't know if they're just nervous laughing, but he said the one they went to was like a bunch of hipsters just fucking laughing at everything. You know, it's like it's it's really annoying. Um, so luckily, like this, this crowd was perfect. There, there was everyone that you could hear a pin, like you hear a popcorn fall on the ground if you heard it. Um, and, and then we saw it with Linda Blair, we saw it with Reagan, which is also cool because I got a picture with her in front of a statue of Reagan in a bed. Um, and I got her signature on my action figure. Um, and she always writes sweet dreams. And my buddy Scott has this rad marker, it's like green, and we just kept calling it the pea soup green, <laughs> but you know, she vomits everywhere, right. you know. And even Linda Blair commented on the on the on the on the pen when I gave it to her, and she signed in the figure, which is a cool rare figure. It's the it's the scene her spider walk scene, which is kind of odd because it's not her doing it, but it's still her character, which is kind of funny. Um, but it's, it's that figure, and she writes "Sweet Dreams" on the Blair, and she goes, "Man, she's like you would have." She was like, she said, "Um, 
people would have killed to have this pen all day today. I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> well, I got a friend that carries a big ass binder with like 20 pens. So, uh, and of course, he got his red poster sign, but he's got a glow in the dark poster. And my buddy got a, a poster sign. She was really cool. She's real like big dog activist. She has this program where she helps like uh, dogs in need and volunteering and, and uh, helping people like at hospitals and stuff. And she had a she had a Doberman there, which is kind of neat. He was, they call him Tigger, and he fucking actually bounces. He actually jumps. Like on command, the guy that was there, the handler was making him jump. It was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I have video of the third a girl on the third floor and Linda Blair and me at Beyond Fest messing around uh, on my YouTube video channel. Um, but yeah, Exorcist gets um, fucking full on Slater. That was a fucking movie. It's funny the popularity's up. You know, it's October. But I got to raise a question because my buddy Scott was eating a breakfast burrito and he puts fucking mayonnaise on it, and I was like, hold that the phone, gross. what the fuck's going on? So I, 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 I ask you, my bad boy brother, mayonnaise, yes or no on a breakfast burrito? I mean, whatever. It's all it's it's your world. I just live in it. Personally, I don't put no mayonnaise in nothing but a fucking sandwich. That's it, right? You've only you've only only put on a sandwich. Mayonnaise only goes. I mean, it's basically ranch dressing, but um, no, I don't put it in a fucking breakfast burrito. Yeah. He's like, well, he's, like, well, he's like, I'm putting, he's like, I'm putting ketchup on it too. I'm like, oh yeah, well, there's eggs in the breakfast burrito, you know. Yeah. I'm like, there's no reason for mayo to be. I have, I have mayo with eggs. Oh, you do? Yeah. If you go keto, when the mayo is okay. Before you're keto, would you do it? Before would I was keto, no, no, no. Before I was keto, I would not put mayo on anything but hot dogs, hamburgers, sandwiches, like tuna, uh, yeah. like. Uh, no, well, let's see. What else did I put? See, mayo, mayo on a hot dog is weird. Why? It's just a hamburger with diff- with pork instead of beef. No, man, it slips in assholes. What? It's uh, hot dogs. You don't. How come you don't ever see at a baseball game the mayonnaise with next to the? You don't see mushroom and ketchup. Kind of yeah, and that's dumb. <laughs> Why not? Because that's that's the con. Because well, one is probably impossible to keep cold and mayo. Fuck what people say. You should. Put on something you put on you put things that you like on it, and wow. I enjoy having uh, mayo, mustard, ketchup, and tomatoes. That's what I grew up on on a hot dog. Little diced up tomatoes. Yeah, I think a mayo on a hot dog is like a Mexican thing. Maybe. Yeah, that's, I would, that's the only time I would see it, like a barbecue or something. And even then, it looked weird. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't yeah. until I went keto that I started putting mayo on everything. Uh, that'd be hard. Why? Just to you get didn't like mayo because it's a fat? it's a yeah source of fat. I remember wait when we were, we went on a road trip. Harley brought some tuna with him, and I think he put mayo in it. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when we did the cross country, I think yeah, I yeah. my big thing is tuna and corn chips. Yeah. Yeah, it was just weird. I was just giving him a hard time because I was like, I've never seen anyone put mayonnaise on their breakfast burrito. <laughs> Hot sauce, yeah, ketchup, yeah. But even people, well, I remember one time when I was a kid, I, I was at me at my at a friend's house. I was somewhere, and I was putting ketchup on my eggs, and I was like, whoa, what are you doing? And I was yeah, like, that's people gross. freak out about that. And I was like, what do you mean that's fucking gross? It's like, why the fuck do you think they hand it to you when you go to breakfast? What do you think it's right there next to the forks and napkins? Like, the jelly. Like, it's fucking there. It's the hot sauce, you know? I just never understood that. So I guess, uh, you know. People just, you know, don't do that shit. So I know Art loves some ketchup, so 
came with late. And MCP, his name was Heinz for the longest time. So yeah, I still enjoy ketchup. Like I still have it with the eggs every once in a while. Just to remember, your sister was talking to like people at at uh, my sister's bridal shower about. We'd always say stuff like that because she puts ketchup on. I think you cut out a bit. Yeah, yeah, a cup of noodles, the uh, ramen, the ramen yeah. noodles. That was a trip. Yeah, that's a trip, right? That that's, was that I was like it. she beat me. I was like, "Yep, you 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 evolved beyond me in my yeah. ketchup yeah. connoisseur." That's my chicken McNugget. <laughs> <Remember? Yep. laughs> she put it on chicken nuggets, which is fine. I, I can totally see that um, on spaghetti. I don't. That's that, that's odd to me. Well, you're already putting tomato sauce on it. This is just a little, you know, a little more vinegar in your in your tomato sauce, and it turns yeah. into ketchup. Yeah, and then the yeah, and then the other one. So yeah, it's uh, it's each zone, I guess. But yeah, it's just it just caught me off guard. I was just like, whoa, that's weird. It's, it's one of those things that if you don't like it, then hearing other people put it on things, it, it's going to weird you out because now you're imagining it, you know, and you can't help but imagine what it tastes like too, and then you gr- get grossed out. No, but see, I know what mayonnaise tastes like. I know what breakfast burrito tastes like. He got, he got right. one mango. Right, that's like, what I'm saying. And, and, you gonna, imagine, and, mix well. and you imagine that it wouldn't mix well for you. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. That's what people tend to do is that they, they go, that's why they say, ah, oh, that's gross. And they, they tell you, you don't put that on that because they imagine it and it tastes gross to them. Yeah, and it was funny too. I'd ask people in the comments to say something. Of course, John, this guy that watches our videos, was like, you know, I put mayonnaise on my frozen burritos from Safeway. I was like, well, there you fucking go. Well, there you go, Scott. Congratulations. I'm the crazy one. You're the right. You're, you're, you're okay. You're right. <laughs> you know what my old man used to do? Fucking huh? freak me out because I tried it and I didn't care for it. And I guess it's like actually relatively common. <clears throat> Milk and Coca-Cola. Together? Yep. Like mixed together. Interesting. Yep. Milk and Coca-Cola. Why? With does, ice. Does it... it like he just wanted to finish off the milk that he had. That was like only like a, oh, that was his treat. He loved half milk, half Coca Cola. Is is that like a? It's not even a not even an alcoholic drink you can make out of that, right? It's like I was sober. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Milk and Coke. Did you ever try it, Harley? And it was gross. Yeah, doesn't it? It's not even like close to a Ruby Float, right? It's not even. No, that was kind of. I think what he was kind of like, you know, the dairy. Because I don't like root beer floats either. Like okay. we just had root beer the other day, and I was like, "No, I don't yeah, care for it." Yeah, no. Milking Coca Cola, though, huh? Coca Cola. Yeah, I just imagine they would like curdle a bit. Uh, I mean, the, if you mix it with the milk and just constantly are stirring it, yeah, it'll start to curdle. But I don't think he it, he didn't stir it or leave it long enough for the milk to really curdle. Um, I'm fascinated by the look of it like if you put it in a cup it probably looks really cool like a coffee <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but if you drink it that's just just out there dude mm-hmm. yeah that was his big thing what's your weirdest oh, thing Harley interesting oh I have no idea I don't have any weird eating things I'm boring like, um, like, like my mom like if we didn't have that much food if we only had like tortillas left and mayonnaise you just heat up tortillas and, and put some mayonnaise on it and roll them up like a little burrito and eat it like that you know, I'll do mayonnaise in a grilled cheese sandwich instead of uh-huh. butter. Sorry, <laughs> See, the 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 Coca Cola is more acidic than the milk, and it will cause it to curdle. It uh, will, yeah. It's slow, slowly, like it, like you have right. to, like like Harley said, you got to let it sit a little. But 
it's more acidic than the milk and so that's what will cause it to to curdle up yeah i i tried to go for it sorry that's good. I, I had to look it up oh of course yeah no that's just yeah that sounds bizarre <laughs> it's, it's like it's a good one yeah you never tried it harley never tried what the coke with milk no i told you i tried it i didn't care for it okay yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. tried it. Now I want to. I want to see bonus points for people. Bonus points for people to try it on Messenger and send us a video of them doing it. That's a waste of time. <laughs> Be a waste of time. All right. Okay. Well, there you go. So yeah. So bottom line, eat what you want. Do what you like, unless you like yeah. violence. What? See guys and girls dancing. Ah. Uh. That's that's a that's a joke right there. That's the song we should play. What you like? Yeah. What is it? Do what, Do you, what like. you like. Digital Underground. Yeah. Play that scene. See a guy you like? Just grab him in the biscuits. Is that from that is? Is that where it's from? I can't remember. I remember when he does it from the other song. Uh Turn it up. Turn that shit up. Guys and girls dancing. Now as the record spins around, you recognize this sound the underground. All the way down with what you like. With what you like. And though we're usually on a serious tip, check it out. Tonight we're going to Shock G. We're going to say what we like. Nice. Next, you should play the interlude of Sex Packets because that's the name of the album, Sex Packets. And the premise is uh, you. You have these like they're like little condoms, right? But um, you you take them and they give you like a uh, like a uh, the long uh, fucking song, yo, seven minutes. Lots of, yeah, yeah, it's a long. Yeah. How do I know where to get the? What do you want me to get the? So the interlude of sex packets. Okay, where, so where like, do I find the interlude? Is it in so well? Just five start minutes. Playing sex packets track. Better go, Harley. Oh, fuck this, no. We're going double speed. Gotta find it. This is not what it seems. This love. Are we close? Huh? This love. This love. Look up. Look up. I don't know the name of these We didn't ruin it. We just had a banging ass song to kick into the homework, and they had to fucking ruin it. We're bringing in the interlude. What a jackass. Play the other one again, real quick, Tony. It might be straight. Get that sour taste. Get that sour milk coke taste out of my mouth. This is mine. This is my last one on my history. 
That's mine. Like where we come from, Harley. So do what you like to that. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at now. I looked up an an older rap song, and I just cannot. I can't remember what the hell it was. I need to. I need to find it on my Google Home. I asked. I asked Home to look it up. Hey, you asked, Hey, what was that song I played two days ago at o'clock at night? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Can I get that? Can I get that uh, accurate or no? Uh, you know, it might. I just no. I, I don't. That probably not. Come on. Play this. This is the jam. Oh, here we go. You can play this out. Let's play the whole four minutes song. This song is the shit. The, and it's it's a whole story of of what sex packets are. It's amazing. It's some of the best written hip hop. We'll do that afterwards. But we got the homework. Okay. We got the homework. We got points to give out. Come on now, dude. We got we got a lot of points to give out. So. I think I might have said bonus points during the comment section, but I never. Well, you forget, and uh, you're terrible at it. I am terrible at it. So. We played so right now. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Tom. No, go no ahead. I could I could save it for later. I'll just make sure to write it down. All right. Um, Angie is at twenty-five. Uh, Reed and D are tied at 15, and Art is going to start his comeback this weekend at 12. Right, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Yeah. So Child's Play was, I, it was a homework I chose from 2019. The remake to the old Child's Play with the same title, directed by Lars Klevberg. Sorry, Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky. Aubrey mm-hmm. Plaza, Tamastin. A mother gives her 13-year-old son a toy doll for his birthday. Unaware of its more sinister nature, it kills people who disobey Andy. It's funny enough, Andy's name is the same kid. Andy from Toy Story. Oh, it's kind of funny. Uh, The promotional posters had uh, this Chucky killing like Woody and Buzz. You see like little pieces of the the toys from Toy Story. I think Toy Story 4 came out the same weekend as this one, which is really funny. So... You guys, you guys all have seen the original, correct? Oh yeah, I've seen all the original. Well, that's not true. The last like two, I think I haven't seen because they just kept shitting them out. Okay. So I'm not. I'll tell you, seen the original, right? But I've seen the original. Yeah. Four times. Well, what did you think of the remake, the redesigned Chucky 2.0? Man, I was so ready to hate this movie. I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay, explain why. Why? What's going the on? The face looked terrible. Like it, came, like I was like, "Ah!" The, the face looked. Uh, look right away. This was uh, the look. The look huh? itself was just bad. Yeah, and then, uh, and then I kept hearing about that. It's oh, there's this. It's 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 an AI. It's not. It's not a spirit. It's not. You know, where's there's no voodoo. I'm like, okay, so it's not. It's not gonna have that side of it. You know, that's my biggest complaint with the film and, and they really break from the original in that regards is there's no villain the villain is a doll that's been quote unquote programmed to be an asshole now here's where i correct you and this is I where say, can you let tony finish in a yeah row? and here's where i'm going to correct you because this is where i ended up going this this is actually kind of good because nobody programmed, so so it started off, um, like and and I and I you know the first one had the guy that the the, the bad guy that knew voodoo is transferring his soul into a doll, Charles and I'm Lee like Ray. yeah, 
how the, how are they how are they gonna fuck they're gonna do that you know that's how I went into this movie right so they start to start to show off with the whole like Amazon Alexa version of of you know what what did they call the, their their brand um it was a buddy B U D D I because that was him right no was, no uh, but like it was like Kalex or something. Or like like Kalex, turn on the lights, and Kalex set the temperature. Some some weird shit like that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a, it was just a reference to like Amazon. Exactly, it was a reference to Amazon. All right, and so so it's, it was doing that. And I was like, okay, uh, all right. Uh, there, here's where the AI is going to come in. Blah blah blah. The how it happened, it, it was it wasn't like an accident. We they show that there's this disgruntled worker at the factory and he's just dozing off. The his manager or supervisor whatever slapping him on the head saying, "Come on, finish your work and then you're fired." Blah blah blah. The guy's pissed. And so what does he do? He removes the safety protocols on the pro on the programming. He doesn't program an evil AI. He doesn't yeah. program it. He just removes safety protocols from the doll. So the right. doll has an AI, and it's supposed to have this learning behavior, and it's in the it's in the commercial. You know, oh, it, it learns what you like and what you don't like, and then it, it adapts to you. So it has an AI. They they totally promote it. But what does that guy do? He doesn't program something evil into it. He programs it no. to be fresh and just no no limits on it now. And I was like, okay, that that's that's not what I was expecting. I was expecting this guy to like go in there and say kill, kill, kill. No. All he did, he's he removed the violence restrictions, and so what ends up happening is that the doll learns from human behavior how to be bad. He he's in the house, right? So now he's in the home. Um, he's on Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza uh, is playing the mom and she's got this kid she's a single mother and she's got a boyfriend who comes over the kid doesn't like the boyfriend and so the doll is like he overhears the kid going god i hate the, i hate what what's the guy's name like steve or uh, yeah, douchebag. yeah some douchebag right um i just want to get the name right henry uh is it henry i think it's henry uh, it was uh shane henry castellan yeah henry yeah that's that's the name of the the, the boyfriend. Oh, Henry Caslin. Henry Caslin. Caslin is the thing. That's is the Caslin. Yeah, Caslin. Caslin was the, was the Amazon Alexa uh, yes. parallel, right? It so David Lewis played Shane. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So Shane. Shane's such an asshole, right? So the little kid is 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 talking shit about the uh, about her mom's boyfriend, and it's like, oh, he. I wish he never existed. Or or the cat. It's like, oh, that cat. I don't like that cat. The cat. The, I wish that cat was gone. And the doll is learning, right? It's like he's picking up on all this shit. He's watching movies. They're watching violent movies. You know that that the kids are watching these violent movies with gore and knives and and the dolls learning. And so that's where I started seeing like the scary part of the doll of of the premise is that humans are the scary things and the dolls just picking up on it. The dolls just learning. It's like I learned it from you, Dad. You know, and so the doll is just it because it because it, it has malfunctions. Obviously, that like it didn't go through the manufacturer um, the same way because the guy sabotaged it. So it had malfunction and blah blah blah. And the, the plot of the movie kind of puts it, you know, sets that up. But that's the part that I started liking. I was like, this is cool because it's scary to see that this is what our kids kids are learning. Kids hear mom and dad arguing in the in the other room, and they pick up on this shit. They pick up on the negativity, and then they and then and then they behave the same way. They don't do what you say; they do what you do, and that's what this this doll was doing. I was like, 
okay, the, I, I'm gonna give it a pass. I was in, I, at that point, I could enjoy it, and I ended up liking it. Oh, and when yeah. points just went shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody, everybody just went shit. I, you hear that paper crumbling? Other points, their yep. uh, their pool going all jacked up. Well, Harley sounds like he had a different take. Or yeah. Well, and I, I get what Tony's saying. Um, I, and I, I, I liked, I was okay with the premise that there's this big evil. I mean, it was force fed. I mean, it was, you know, you know, Amazon's big dick was pulled out and slapped us across the face. It was so obvious. Um, I didn't so much get the point like what Tony's pointing out where it didn't. I mean, I saw, obviously, I was paying attention from the beginning and it just removed all the things. But I don't think that the the doll becomes evil at the end, especially at the uh, Walmart. Um, it genuinely is like it's sending the I mean, we're going to spoil it. Uh, you know, it's 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 sending the predator drones to, to kill people. I was like. I, I didn't mind the premise at the beginning. Um, I immediately was annoyed that there was no human behind the doll. And I have 30 years, 40 years of my job. Of, yeah, I'm 35 years. I mean, I was probably five years old the first time I saw this fucking Chucky movie, right? I mean, I was 10 years old. So I got, I got 30 years of child's play memories. And it was all possessed by a dude with a really villainous voice. And this doll doesn't have any of that. And so I'm I'm bumped. I'm annoyed by it. And I I didn't mind the idea that the robot or excuse me that the that it's a 21st century Chucky doll. And I get that. That's cool. You could have still had a possessed. You could have still had some play on that. I probably would have had a better time with it if that was the case. The biggest problem is is there's nothing to hate about the doll. It just is this doll. And there's there's no there's no villain. It's not a villain. It's just a fucking it's a haywire child's Chucky doll kind of thing. Buddy doll. And so I, yeah, but this isn't how he experienced it. You know, well, he, he, there's no human behind this character, but there's technically no human there, controlling see, if, the character, right? And and Fonzo Harley is just explaining how he experienced the movie when he saw it. He didn't see a human driving the doll, whereas when I watched it, I see humanity driving the doll. It's learning yeah. its behaviors from humankind, not an individual human. So that's that's where I'm and coming I, from. I, and I didn't even program through the movie, and I didn't pick up on that. Um, although I probably did start kind of programming through it towards the second act. Um, I, I like Aubrey Plaza. I think she's a talented actress. She's not very well, used very well in this movie. Um, the kid is fine. Um, oh, that's right. Mark Hamill did the voice. I didn't hear it at all. I didn't. I didn't notice anything. Um, the only thing that was like a dollar was the the obvious villainous Amazon. 
and and it, it was kind of like a lot of people are you saying there was a villain fuck well it's the big company but that's only because they're a big capitalistic company the that big, wants to get rich well, don't bring your politics in the movies now right but i'm the not big, i'm not big I'm amazon was only in it that that's the bad guy in the movie it's not really? the bad it's not Amazon was walking around with the how knife. is how is the amazon the bad guy they were just they they and then what what the, the comment at the shipping, end shipping. right like, their comment at the end like we're gonna not sell buddy dolls right now but don't worry we're coming back with them I, it was just how, like, how is that the know. bad guy well just because the, the fucking chucky doll wasn't a bad guy he was just a stupid doll that didn't have any motivation his his motivation was to be andy's best friend and 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 he and and not and allow he anything harm. And he failed. Right. He don't want anything and, to harm Andy. Right. And not allow anyone else to be his friend. If I can, yeah. if I'm his only best friend. That's what he learned. I'm his only best friend. I might kill anybody. I don't know. I, I didn't. It didn't register with me. It didn't work. It didn't. I'm your buddy. And he's singing and shit. I'm like, this is stupid. So I mean, some of the gore was okay, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you it's know, a horror so like, movie. It's got to throw some. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a horror movie. You know, it it starts to have all the tropes, which is fine. Uh, uh, that that doesn't bother me so much. Um, yeah, as a, I mean, the original Child's Play is great. It's scary. This guy's possessed a crazy doll, and the doll now wants to repossess a human being so he can grow up and continue to be a fucking sociopathic serial killer. So he's going to possess this little boy. It's fucking perfect. This movie is nothing like that. It, it has the name. And and so obviously there's going to be some carryover. My issue is the fact that they use the name. You want a Shabba Shah remake? Right. No, I, I I don't. And and so I don't I don't have a problem with. You sound annoyed because you didn't get a serial killer. You didn't get all this. Well, because there's no human behind the character. Why does it have to be that way? It. I'm just saying it. Just I. I didn't. I didn't have a connection with the character. It wasn't a villain. It wasn't a. It wasn't a bad guy. It was just a doll that wants to be the kid's buddy, like Fonzo Tony pointed out. Well, look, I went in there, you know, totally with my arms crossed, like, yeah, I'm just going to hate this. Like, I was like, I'm like, I'm not, you know. Well, you, like, you said you started watching uh, it and fell asleep. The first I'll give it a shot. Watched. Well, the first thing, yeah, I went super late, like, after after I had already worked 10 hours. Um, sure. So I got, to, you know, real hazy towards the end. But I remember the beginning going, what the fuck? This is how we, be, this is how this is happens. And then the guy kills himself, some disgruntled guy. Like, this is how it yeah. starts. I remember right. hating it. And I still don't. It really starts off rough. I still really don't like that. But after that, I after I can let that go, and I start seeing um, Chucky like his relationship with Andy, and the fact that everything is like Wi-Fi based and technology based, and if they're on the same IP address, some fucking thing like that can't control fucking everything. Sure, it's just kind of scary. Um, and uh, you know he'll do it for Tupac. So um, <laughs> kills. I think I think the kills work great. I think it would have worked better if the, that Jack Black motherfucker clone would have been the guy that had fucked with Chucky. When he in his little fucking weird room of his of horrors and cameras, where he's you know what I mean, you know the dude. I'm oh, the creepy here. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he would have worked better if he would have been the guy because yeah. the guy that did it just killed himself. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think that could have been a social commentary oh, on what? the Chinese um, life being worked like crazy. Yeah, being overworked yeah. and whatnot, like false yeah. there, There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but like I said, the kills are great. If I, you know, um, don't want to spoil them for people that you haven't seen it yet. But um, yeah, there were, I, I saw it with Jeff, and Jeff's always just a great person to watch a movie with because he was the horror movies tansy. in particular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was this one, yeah, because when we saw it, Chapter Two, it was oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> but when um, when a certain somebody got uh, let's just say uh, festive in, in Christmas, yes, 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 yes. Um, he was like, "Dude, that's probably one of the best kills I've seen all year." I mean, he was like totally into it. I was like, yeah. "Wow!" I was like, you know, I have to agree. It was pretty badass, you know. And a lot of kills you get that a lot, you know. Um, and, and I think, um. MGM or Union or uh, oh, I think Orion comes out in the very beginning. When's the last time we saw that logo pop up in a movie since the eighties, which was well, awesome. I think you, that's you why you talked about the, the the making of it. Yeah, uh, well, like right in the beginning, when I go to the trivia. Like the creators from the first one aren't even you know have anything to do with it. You know, yeah. I think the creator Don Mancini, he's like he's not involved in this film, and it has along with Alex Vincent, the original Andy, Christina Lee's from like three, Jennifer Tilly expressed his lack of interest in it. So the original creator of Chucky and every sequel before this decided to, to do a separate limited limited series to continue on the storyline, which I think is going to be like on sci-fi. <laughs> so yeah, he totally um, distanced himself from this. He was, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's pretty goddamn upset about it, <laughs> to be honest. I could imagine because his child's play was I mean, yeah, he created, about... But Orion Pictures owns it, right? So it's like, but yeah. he fucking created it. So it, you know, oh, yeah, look, at, uh, look at Cameron and Terminator franchise, you know? There's um, that thing where like, some... Some producer rights or something like Gillen heard like after ten years. Yeah, or something, so that's no, it's crazy. like thirty years. Yeah, something like that. So she finally waited to get it back or something. Just yeah. wild. Well, Cameron had just got it back, and that's why he is the producer right. on the this Dark Fate movie. So yeah. that's kind of the story behind that. So maybe, um, maybe he'll do it. Maybe, so maybe he can do that until <laughs> thirty years later. But yeah, he still got like the rights apparently, so he can still make that limited series. So we can have. Both of them, I guess. We can have this this buddy, and then we have the good guy doll. So, yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, yeah Plaza, can... she's she's great. She's got that real great monotone, like in the stores when people are trying to return stuff. I mean, she's just perfect for that role. She's just really, really, really young for playing being a mom. And even though yeah, she kind of jokes right. about, it, she was kind of very active. She said when she was sixteen. Or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She, she, yeah, yeah, I like that line. Um, that was a yeah. funny line. Oh, yeah, and then. uh and then a dude from uh, Atlanta who's also in uh, um, Spider Man, uh, who played the who played Miles Morales' dad, Brian Tyree Henry. He's been popular. Oh, he, that okay. He, he was like the Chris Ren character. He was like the cop. I, I thought I recognized uh, him. Pretty kind of funny. That scene yeah. was pretty funny with that fucking gift he had given her. He's trying to get that back. I don't know why. That's just fucking. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah, I had a good time with it, man. I like I said. I remember watching the first time, like, hey, the beginning, and then, sec- and then the second half, it was fucking really hazy, so I really don't remember, so I couldn't really give it a really good thought. Now, sitting there watching in the morning, fully awake, I actually appreciate it and enjoyed it, so I'm giving it a dollar. Nice. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, surprisingly, it gets mine. I'd buy that for a dollar. And uh, Grandpa Harley gives it a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. You and the podcast took Tony with the buddy song at the end. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll cue it up. Man, I almost almost got a little choked up when they playing that song at the end. <laughs> the, the old distorted <laughs> one, the buddy song. That's funny. Oh man, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm getting Terminator vibes. <laughs> I, was for, I was waiting for his hand to give the thumbs up. I'd yes. lost it. <laughs> oh god, the ET finger. What's that? The ET finger. 
Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Changing oh, at the beginning. Dude, totally. It's like, oh, come on. Controlling everything? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. come on, man. Seriously? Yeah, I think the trivia said something about that. What was I reading about that? It said, uh, uh, let's, did I just read that? Well, there are very obvious call outs to ET throughout the movie. Chucky has a glowing finger that makes things work. Andy wears a bright red sweatshirt through most of the movie. Chucky learns how to do things from watching TV just as ET does. Mm. He's watching Terminator. He's watching Texas Chainsaw too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Which one was that? What? Which Texas Chainsaw? It just said part two. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear the. Oh, yeah, that's funny. That's did right. you hear the? Did you hear the Robocop drop? Yes, um, I did. Yeah. What? Where? Yeah, yeah there's a he, dead or alive. You're coming with me. Dead or alive. You're coming with me. Yeah. Another Ryan movie. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, it was a sound makes... effect from a police car toy. Yeah. No way. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. badass. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I remember oh, the cool. reference. That's cool. That's cool. Well, let's see how everyone did. Let's see. All right. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. This is your buddy Art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. So just just to clarify, uh, you don't get extra points for using Anchor this week because uh, Anchor that was a one-time thing. Some someone did leave their recording on Anchor, and you don't have to anymore. That's not a requirement. I think unless you like it, unless it's easier for you. Um, but yeah, just just putting that up. Work for you though, right? What's that? Won't work for you. It works for me. I, either way, I mean, okay, more more work for you. No, it's it's not it's not that much more work for me. Um, it, the, it sucks that they get a minute cut off instead of three minutes on okay. on the Google Voice, but it's a internet call versus a phone call. So, um, yeah, Reed might be using Anchor, so he doesn't have to call the our our area codes over here long distance. Hmm. Uh, here we go. Number one. Hey, bad boys. How you doing? This is your homeboy, Chucky Conlon. This week's homework picked by none other than Fonzo. Did Fonzo pick this? Yeah. He picked this movie with me, Chucky. The new and improved Chucky. And uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm going to give this a dollar because I fucking killed him. They did it. I'm just kidding. I think it was fun. It was a different take. It was a little cheesy. And I think everyone enjoyed it. Even that fucking South Plus MCP. So, hope you guys like my movie. <laughs> Cause you know why? You guys are my buddy. Yeah. Yeah. More than a buddy. You're my best friend. Hey, Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's somebody that watched it. There's somebody that watched it. Oh, man. So he's a certified D, right? He didn't gamble. No, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't hear any gambling. Oh. All right. So then he gets three points. That was a good voice. Wasn't that a good one? Uh, yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, he gets he gets the point for sure. 
You guys saw that video of that dog in the Chucky costume? Yeah. She was so funny. If you like that kind of stuff. You didn't think that was funny? What are you, a heartless no. bastard? I am. Tony, you saw it, right, Tony? I think so. I'm trying to find it. I got you. I'll send it to you right now. Oh, yes, this guy, the... Looks like a... Boston? Is it a like Frenchie? A terrier, like a little pug? A Frenchie? Is it the, yeah, yeah, like a pug Frenchie. Yeah. And then the little guy's got a little hand with a little knife. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I've seen this. And he's all... Where's the, the video of it? It's funny. Where's the video of it? There it is. I'm watching right Walk. It's only, it's only 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> this shit looks so funny. <laughs> his fucking expression is and his so eyes. His, his eyes, yeah. He's just eyeing you, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's uh, great. I got to close out of it. I'm going to keep playing it over and over right? again. Right? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make sure to post it in the... Okay. Awesome. Uh, dog. Chucky costume. And oh, Dom Mancini tweeted, he's the best Chucky knockoff of the year. I agree. That's good. That's good shit. Yeah. I'm friend to the end. I do Hey, bad boys, it's me, Chucky. This week is the homework Chucky. child's play. Why does he have that like, old-timey that's what I was, accent? That's, that, thank you. I was trying to think of what, what it was. You're right, that's what it was. Like an like old-time news broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, check it here. I think Harley's going to give this film a waste of time. Nice. He likes the originals, but wow. he doesn't like the reboot. Whoa. Damn. I think Fonzo will give this a dollar. He'll think it's fine because he likes the child's play movies and he likes the reference to too fat <laughs> and that was good. I think MCP will give this oh. a waste of time oh. because fuck this movie am I right <laughs> you're not, you're, not. Oh. you're almost perfect wrong so you got all the he got Harley oh. spot on. Yeah, he did. He didn't gamble. Looks like no one gambled. I forgot. Maybe we didn't emphasize that um, both movies were gambling. Pretty sure we did. Pretty sure. We're never, we're never, we're Pretty sure we, we made it clear that we, we gave away points the previous week so that they could spend them this week. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. All right, next. Hey, guys. Hope you guys are having a good week. I'm man, her Chucky voice. Her Chucky is amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> best damn. No joke, sorry, man. Sorry, reading our, that Chucky voice. Woo! Damn. Work for Chucky. And the Alfonso is going to give it a dollar. MCP is going to give it a waste of time. Same with Harley, waste of time. Um, haven't watched it yet. Big surprise, but uh, I'm hearing a lot of like how weird the puppet looks, and that's kind of mm-hmm. off-putting. So, um, anyway, we're gonna 
But they, okay, so I like that they kind of addressed it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right? With a whole yeah. smiling, like smile, yeah. smile wider, taller, oh show God. more teeth. Like they've addressed oh, that it looked weird. Yeah. So weird. Anyway. Hey, camera's in the eyes too. See everything. Uh huh. Alright, here we go. This is Donaldo. Hello, bad boys. See here. Calling for this week's picks. Oh shit, is that Wait, an action here? Wait, what? What? Whoa! Gotta restart that. Let me fix my monocle and listen up again. <laughs> Hello, bad boys. See here. Calling for this week's picks. Wow. I think he oh, sounds like reading. He's doing a reading impersonation. Yeah, yeah. He's doing British. Uh, good day today. So, yeah, on to the picks. Because I got to focus on the road. I'm driving. So, <laughs> I'll start with Alfonso. <laughs> Fucking play by play. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it was like Start your own YouTube channel, D. I'm driving on the road. I got to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> must be focused on the road. Uh, that makes well, look like... Child's Play, 2019. <laughs> I think Alfonso will give it a dollar. And then Tony and... Harley oh. will give it a pile of shit. No! Oh! Dang. Let's see if he bets. I gotta gamble all the time. Is he gonna gamble? All of them. On to Casino. Oh, damn it. Are you saying damn it is in you wish he was gambling all that points? Yeah, man. It's exciting. Well, I thought, yeah. You guys are are horrible human beings. What? You gamble to get a bunch of points or no points? Yeah, he's gonna lose them all. Well, he always had two big piles of shit, so he already fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, at least through an accent. Where's he at now? Where's everybody at? All right. So he got two points. What was that? Yeah. So D's got 17. Art has 15. uh, Reed has 18. And Angie has 27. All right. All right. There you go. And nobody even gambled. Nope. Yeah. They weren't too sure, I guess. Yeah. What we got next? All right. Extra credit. Who got the extra credit? Casino. Did. So, yeah. Um, Fonzo and I have had this long standing debate on which uh, Scorsese mob flick is better between Casino. And uh, Goodfellas. Uh, Goodfellas came out five years before this. And uh, this is uh, based on a true story. A tale of greed, deception, money, power, and murder occur between two best friends, a mafia enforcer and a casino executive, compete against each other over a gambling empire and over a fast-living and fast-loving socialite. Played by none other than Sherrod. So I think this movie kind of uh, solidified Stone as an actual actress and not just, um, you know, just showing off her goods in all the movies. So, um, wrong with that. No, no. And she's good in it. She's, she's very compelling. Um, this movie for me is a cinematic masterpiece. Um, I think it was ironic that Scorsese said that quote about 
um, superhero movies, which I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and it's not talking trash about it. I think when he said that quote, everybody took offense um, because he was equating them to or analogizing them to theme parks. And I like that because I'm, we're not arguing the success of of the modern day sort of superhero film. Um, but the, the primary... Uh, is the visual aspect as opposed to a movie like this is, is a character piece. Right. So, also... if, so let's address that real quick. So if, if okay. they're a theme park, what's casino? What's a movie like casino? If, if like you're going to, are you going to find an analogy? To me, Tony. Huh? Seems like a roller coaster to me. <laughs> right. If you're going to make an analogy that the superhero movies like are like a, like theme a good parts, book. So, I would analogize it to uh, like a long book. Analogize it, huh? Yeah. All right. Huh. Well, fuck you know, it. I mean, Nicholas, I, Pe- Nicholas Pelleggi wrote a, uh, another story, Wise Guys, and Martin Scorsese directed it five years earlier in Goodfellas, and it's a better, yeah. more superior film than this one, bottom line. So, well, Nicholas Pelleggi also wrote the screenplay for Casino as well. I know. Right. That's why I just said. So, no, you brought up Goodfellas. No, you brought up Goodfellas. You wrote that one too. You dumb fuck. Listen oh. up. God damn. Yeah. Listen. You interrupt too much. You don't listen. Well, I'll let you go. Yes. Okay. This movie's fantastic. I love this movie too. It's great. James Woods is a fucking prick. I can't stand him. He makes me uncomfortable every time he's on screen. I just can't. Oh, he's so annoying the way he acts it's and the way sleazy. he's so just in love with him. It's just oh, it's aggravating. But Pesci is just doing what he did in Goodfellas, right? We've seen it before. Uh, Sam, Sam Rothstein, De Niro, he's a fucking schmuck. He's a punk ass. He, why does he fall in love with her? It's beyond me. For being such a smart guy, he's an idiot. All right? So I, I, the movie's great, but there's just you know, problems I have with characters and stuff. John Rickles is great. But, again, Goodfellas, this is a period film better than this one. Are we having the Goodfellas fight right now, or are we reviewing Casino? No, no, no. Well, we're, we're reviewing Casino, so I guess no, I'm saying, like I said. I, I, I brought I it, though, because obviously... I enjoy, I enjoy it. it just, I, like I said, I enjoy it, too. I enjoy this movie as well. But if you can make me choose which one I like better, it's always going to be Goodfellas. I'm not not, not knock, knocking this. I'm saying I really enjoyed this one, too. I mean, it's well acted. I got Joe Bob Briggs in it, man. I mean, come on. I fuck yeah. It's just a whole, a old horror host on, in, in a Scorsese flick. Come on. Economy. <laughs> uh, Tony, how many times have you seen the movie? Casino. Maybe three times. Okay. So you you got a, a good taste of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and after seeing, I'm, I'm just staying out of this, man. I don't I don't want to give my opinion one way or any other. But I don't want to get in between this thing between y'all, like. I ain't gonna get caught in the crossfire and it's shit. It's me and Denali's Batman Superman. It's gonna go on forever. Don't even worry. <laughs> oh. about you do your thing. You do your thing, Tony. What do you think of it? Uh, I liked the narration of it. it yeah, was kinda, it was kind of cool. Um, it, it was done in good photos too. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so it's a Scorsese thing, right? He he tends to do that. He loves, yeah, he loves narration. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. Uh, it's funny you said that though, because like Frank Vincent, at the, like, like towards the tail end, he starts narrating. You're like, God damn, it got everybody narrating. Just, just for a second, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he comes, yeah, out, I love that. 
He's got I a great that. voice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're we're spoiling this, right? Oh, we yeah, have to, of course. Because out. why? Yeah, no, we can spoil the show. Because I'm a bit. I was. I was. I'm annoyed that they bait and switched the car explosion scene from the beginning and the end. Uh, that's kind of annoying. What like, do you that's, mean? Did that's kind of bullshit. It? They, 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 yeah. The, in the beginning, they show the body get blowing up. You show a man flying through, flying through air. Yeah. No, no, that was the second scene. In the scene with the car, the body blew up in the car, and then it went oh, right into the right. title screen, and then it was flying through the air. But no, they're like, remember right. the, but, if you, but if you remember at the end, he's sitting there, his his jacket gets on fire. So it is already blowing up. He's already on fire, and then he jumps. No, up. Tony's right. the The car clearly blows up, oh. and in the end, it shows it like slowly catching fire, kind of thing. There yeah. is some. I would. I would agree that that is. Why do they use a mannequin in that scene? Phil, well, what were they going to do? The real Robert De Niro when they blow up the fucking car? <laughs> what do you mean? Why did they use a mannequin? <laughs> no, but it's like completely obvious. Well, like, uh, go one step further. Why? Why did he? do that why did he put it at the beginning that someone died that this guy died and then at the end it's like no he didn't like, why, why would he do that like... it might be in the book you know? you not, yeah I don't know the true story uh, Carlitos Wade did the same way oh really I don't think yeah, it started off at the beginning of a certain scene and then it comes back at the end yeah. but it's a different scene like it changes mm-hmm. the scene oh no See, that's I think that's what bugged me is because the whole movie I have this See? Premise of oh, it's this is how it's going to end for him. Right. You know and what then, they don't do that in Goodfellas, Tony. <laughs> Just saying. Superior film. Yeah. <laughs> you can't but, say uh, Goodfellas without saying Superior film. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> uh. Yeah. So let's see. What else? How do I feel about this film? It's long. Um, I programmed through a lot of it. Uh, just as like I was like, all right, just get going. I remember this. I remember that. Um, the it it because it, it, it was showing the the it was almost trying to show how the the mob side of it in there's two sides of the mob. There's the there's the side that's just trying to to trim off the top. And make a money, make a lot of money that way. And then there's the other side of the mob that wants to strong arm everything. And so you that you've got those two sides completely embodied in in opposite characters of Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Like, right, but, you've but got, the way it's directed and narrated, it's fucking flawless, man. It's so bitching. Like I can just watch that over and over again. Just the scenes of like the money going through the the casino and the way it's betting. And he's explaining everything. It's just like it's just. Acting, counting money, and it just a guy walking over here and getting this. He's talking about him going this way. It's just like ah, it's, I don't know. It's funny you, you, program. I I eat that shit up, <laughs> and I've seen it many times. Right, right, so and and, and I watched. I think I I programmed through the middle, like the uh, beginning and the end. I was I was in. I had my attention, um, but then through the middle, I got up and made some. some so you food so or you something. trim off the top too. You'd cut off some fat from this. Yeah, long. yeah, exactly. Yeah, have my 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 briefcase. <laughs> I think um, it's too long, Harley. Do I think it's too long? Is that what you asked? Did you ask me or you asked Tony? You. Your name's Harley, no. right? No, I think it's uh I think it's a perfect film. I think um I think it, everything you said I agree with. Um it's kind of two films in one. 
the the like you pointed out, Fonzo, and, and maybe this is one of the reasons why you struggle with it, is the the love hate relationship between Sam and and Sharon Stone's character. Ah, it's just so brutal. He like, how meticulous he is, and how like you know what I mean? How diligent he but, is at his job, but what his life? Even though he knows she's fucked up, and the line that kills me the most is when he says, "I could change her." No mother. Oh no! Nobody can change never anybody. Never change anybody in the fucking relationship ever. Here's the maybe this is one of the reasons why I love this movie so much. Oh boy! And ironically, this weekend uh, I had issues with my fucking ex. I had a very similar relationship with my ex. Oh where... man, you dragged her down the hall and told her to get her out. You threw cash uh... at her face. <laughs> you got your shoebox money and gave it to her and told her to get her out. I... <sighs> There's yeah, there's some very similar. <laughs> this shit hit way too close to home. <laughs> now we're getting to the bottom of it. Because I knew from day one that she was a mess, but for you're, some you're reason, your ace rusting. I mean, for me, it was about the kids. Like the I fell in love. What the fuck are you? I fell, <laughs> I fell in love with the three kids. Obviously, of course. And so I, I constantly had this thing like I'll do it for the kids when. When uh, when De Niro looks at Stone and says, "You think I'd ever let you take my daughter from me? I'll fucking kill you." I was like, "That's right, son." <laughs> like, hard as all bumping his chest, walking up, walking back and forth <laughs> in his room. <laughs> like that is no joke. Um, and I think that's yeah, that's certainly part of the reason why I I I, I do enjoy the film so much because, um. Because I can relate. The other very compelling part of this movie is the relationship between De Niro back home. He's not a made man. He's not Italian. He's he is he's simply a tool that the mob has hired to make them money. And the mob's not dumb. They're happy that the casino is on the up and up. Because it's easy for them to take their percent, their skim. The better De Niro does. Suitcases, they don't give a fuck. As long as they keep in those fucking suitcases, they don't give a fuck. And the better that De Niro does, the better the casino does, the mm-hmm. more money they get. They said me, Nikki Santori out there to take but, care of back. <laughs> but Sam is a schmuck. He is mm-hmm. he's not a wise guy. And so they they let Nikki Go out there, and like you said, Pesci does what he does. The scene in the desert when they're screaming at each other and De Niro narrates, normally I give myself a 99% chance. This 50-50. That scene is absolute cinematic masterpiece. They are screaming at each other. The performances are perfect. The cinematography, everything is just amazing. Um. There's a couple of those scenes that are just absolutely. I enjoy the scenes with him and Pesci more when they're yelling at each other. I do. Because I, I, yeah, because De Niro's always like, he gets upset, but he's like, you're going to fuck us both up. You know what I mean? And Pesci, when, when, um, when Ginger goes to the, to Pesci's restaurant and she loses it, and she starts screaming it. And Pesci's sitting down, uh, with what's his name? And he's like, I fucked up. I fucked up, Frank. I fucked up because <laughs> he knows he got involved with this crazy bitch. And, and like you said, James Woods' character is 
fucking what's a perfect name? Lester Diamond. I mean, oh, he's a fucking scumbag. Fucking oh. oh, the worst. I hate when he's like on the phone. He's like, "You writing this number down?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's mocking him. It's like, oh, yes. The worst. The one I always hate and I can't stand till this day. And when he's leaving the room, and he's like, "I'm like, you better not take that money." And he's leaving the diner. He's like, "All right, all right, all right." And he's walking, in. and you know the guys are there watching him, and he just takes his fucking sweet ass time, like. Get this motherfucker already and beat the shit up and take him. And then she gets, mm-hmm. and then what kills me is when she's like getting mad and protect him. And Sam just kind of like grabs her and throws her. And he's like, What are you doing? It's like, Are you really like upset that you, you know what I mean? It drives me like, mm-hmm. you can tell she's still in love with him. It's like, Okay, how beautiful she is, man. And she is beautiful in this movie, but it's like, You fucking dumbass. I called hey, that scene out to Chris. I called that scene out to Chris. She never showed any emotion throughout the entire movie. And until the end, obviously, when it's, and it's all ugly. When Lester starts getting his ass kicked, she has a full-on meltdown. Yeah. And I thought, that's so good. That's so smart, the film, the filmmaking. Because it shows that she told De Niro to his face, I don't love you. Yeah. She marries him because yeah. she knows the money. Well, he kicks her out and she comes back and he's like, what am I? She's like, I'm, I'm in she love with her. She's the mother of my child. You know, He even had the child first before he got married with her. You know, mm-hmm. thinking made that thinking that was gonna help. Not like and that was the payoff. The, the fact that you're doing all this shit obviously means this shit ain't gonna work ever. And then and then even the guy at the fucking bank says, "Oh, you 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 trust your wife, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." What's the problem with that? He's like, "It's just unheard of. <laughs> this shit never happens." And he kind of just goes, "Huh?" And doesn't even think twice and just starts writing it down. Like, "Hello, maybe you should think about that for a second. Every client that he's ever had has never trusted his wife." Or has a hard time trusting him? You're gonna give her yeah. all your money, no matter if yeah. you go in jail. Like, really? This fucking Jake? Oh my god! Who was a hustler, mind you? That when he first met her. Well, ironically, in real life, she was a stripper. Oh, when she first started. Oh, yeah. oh, in the story. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah, the real, the real life yeah. story. Because again, it was based on true story. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love the movie. You pointed oh. out the cinematography of the money going to the casino. Oh, everything. I mean, he's got the music going. You know, it's got all the, the trolls. Oh, it's fucking great. Slept. You know, this big, the, spit, the spit on the sandwich is hilarious to me. Uh, it's got two of my favorite scenes that I would quote, like when, uh, like uh, when he stabs to do with the pen. Oh. You know, it's fucking brutal. And he's like, "You made me pop your fucking eye out of your fucking head for fucking Charlie Ham, <laughs> that fucking cocksucker." Yes. <laughs> you know, and he's like, "This fucking touch Irish bastard. We even put our, we even put ice picks in his balls, and he still wouldn't talk." He's like, I, I got to get into this Irish break. And he's like, "I got to see him in Irish." I got your head in a fucking vice. He's like, "Are you, you still not gonna talk?" He's like, "You mother fuck my mother fuck me, but motherfucker." <laughs> So, so I was turning. I was like, I remember watching this like I was a youngster, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I, I, I look like his two his two uh, fucking lackeys when they look away, and one's like grossed out when you see, and you they show his eye come out. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Just love how he, I love how he gets mad at him. You made me pop your out of your fucking sock, <laughs> Charlie. Him. <laughs> He's so mad about that for that piece of shit. Oh. His performance is flawless. Oh yeah, he's great. He's he's yeah, he's got so much in this one too. You know. Yeah, he's not like crazy, crazy. Like I mean, he's crazy, but he's not. You know, I mean, he plays two different characters. Yeah, he's at home making his pancakes for his kid. Every yeah, morning. he's got moments of sanity in this movie, oh. but for the most part, but he's a pimp too, man. When he gets that blunt chick, he's talking to her about veal and shit, and he's like, "Oh, speaking of veal, why don't you put your hand on my on my brajou?" You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, so, yeah. You know, it, 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 it is a little long for me though, man. It, I I I would cut a little bit off of man the whole like family drama towards the end. It starts to tail off a little bit for me. Uh, you could you know you could put it you could put a uh, what is it the um, that's a what's a middle point in some movies. Um, sure. But dude, I will never break. I I will never ever get the images and the sound of a bat hitting a dude's head for the rest of my life. When I first saw that scene, I was literally shocked. When when and then and then you and he's watching his brother Dominic get killed. And we're we're spoiling it. It's came on ninety five. Yeah, you haven't seen it. You know that's. I feel sorry for you. But just hearing that sound of that sound of that crack of that bat, and then seeing that overhead shot of the camera above the 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 grave there, the you know the hole they just dug up. Mm-hmm. You see, they throw his lifeless brother there with his underwear, just throwing him there, and then Pesci's bruised up body from all the bad hits, and then throw him in his bloody, bloody face, and his mouth like open, like barely gasping for the last part of air, and dirt in his face. Oh, that image I'll never. And this is not even it horrible, is, but it's like no, one it's of the not, more horrific I've horrible. seen in my entire life. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never, 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 never forgotten that image. Let me ask you guys this, because Chris asked this, and I thought, actually, I don't know. Why did they strip him down? Perverts. I don't think so. I don't well, know. You said, why, why, did... not just, why not just uh, throw him in with his clothes? Yeah, I mean, they're throwing him. They're, I mean, they're throwing they're, they're killing him. I mean, they, they said they made an example of them by burying them while they're still breathing. Yeah. Now... They're making an example to each other and anybody that hears the story, because obviously they're they're killing them, so they don't need to make an example to the people who they're killing. <laughs> yeah. um, but why did they strip them down to their underwear? Yeah. Was that just Scorsese to show the, the bruises on the body? Probably. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, yeah, because when you just have a bloody face, you're like, okay, yeah, it's a bloody face. But when you see like yeah. the body all bruised up, where all the fucking hits, you know, are coming yeah. in. At one point, Frank Vincent fucking hits him with two bats. When yeah, they're they're away, just, like, god damn. Yeah, they just got to town. Yeah, that's I know that's where the bear Jew got his uh, mm. idea from. So, so yeah, what, so what? Uh, we pretty much know what Harley's gonna give. What do you? What do you give it, Tony? Um. Well, besides the the length of the movie, um, mm-hmm. I was I I, I kind of liked the parallels of the two because th- this is where I was going before. Um, mm-hmm. Like you've got the two sides of the mob, right? The clean mm-hmm. cut and then the psycho, uh, and it and I was kind of in Fonzo's boat when he was like why the fuck did he get with this girl like she's she's obviously a hustler like why the fuck and then like you can't trust her and this and and i had that in my head until towards the end i saw the parallel of the the straight the you know the 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 smart guy straight you know keeping everything straight and then the psycho within his him and his relationship with her like there's the one side that he's like he wants a family and and he wants to settle down, but then the other side he 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 fell he fell in love with the girl throwing chips into the air. That was the moment he fell in love. He like gives her money and then gives her more money. He knew that she was going around sleeping with guys. Is like, that a song? I fell in love with the stripper. <laughs> right. Um, but it's like he he's like he. She is gorgeous in that scene, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's causing chaos. And there's a side yeah. of him 
that wants to control the chaos. Yep. And that's yeah. what Pesci is. Pesci is is chaos. He embodies chaos, and he thinks yeah. he can control Las Vegas with the, the the chaos. In the end, they both fail. Right. Right. <laughs> and, Especially that one dude that just fucking gives out all the dirt. <laughs> oh God, yeah. And that's how they both. Yeah, yeah. That's how they both fell. It's like people talked, and then which is funny, right? Yeah. He's like he gave. He might as well just giving up everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they had it so big, like we had it perfect. You know, you think about it too. They had it perfect, and then they're they're looking for some murder from something else. That bug. <laughs> I love all the shit that Pesci buys too to fucking prevent from being caught. <laughs> got the night vision camera. I got the fucking camera. I got the same oh, thing God, the CIA yeah. gets. I got the debuggers. I got all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so interesting. Me, I'm you. <laughs> you bring up so many scenes in the movie, right? And you, and we go, yeah, it's a three hour long movie. I mean, it's a long ass movie. It follows over probably 10 years. I mean, the little girl is, you know, wow. uh, seven, yeah. eight years old, oh, probably great, by the end of the film. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's before she's born, obviously. So, you know, you when she's older there. Yeah. Time. And Sharon Stone's doing up Coke and they're yelling at each other. Oh, like, oh it's so heartbreaking. It's like, come on. But, but it's, it's a tight three hour long movie. In the sense of there's no wasted space, you know, we, we have to show you the brutality of the mob. We have to show you, we have to be scared of Pesci, especially towards the, we've seen it before. So you don't really have to. Well, but it's not, it's not good. It doesn't take long. It's in the first five minutes of the film. He stabs a guy with a pen. Like you don't need much more than that to be scared of him. Yeah, you're right. Good point. Good point. I'm just trying to fucking make a reason to complain. Here's the thing. Like what I was saying is those two stories are it. That's what the movie's trying to tell. It's trying to tell the story of the mob coming to Vegas and falling apart when it tries to strong arm everything. And, uh, you know, and, and then the story of, of Ace falling in love, trying to build a family and thinking he could change a woman. And then that falls apart. Those are the two stories. That's it. It didn't need three hours for both of them, but I'd still give it a dollar because it's still entertaining. (laughs) I'd buy that for a dollar. He liked it. It's just not, I don't think I'll ever give it a Slater um, just because of the runtime. I feel like there's, there's things in the movie where that throughout the three hours, yes, it's tightly cut, and it's and it's it's got good scenes like like you said there there's some very quality scenes but I didn't need them. But it's got Mr. Potato Head in it, yo. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it just it just I didn't need. I, I felt like I didn't need it. I didn't need all of it. Gotcha. Did you guys give it? I feel like um, I'm going to analogize this to uh, Tribe Call Course. This is a Midnight Marauders. And Goodfellas is low end theory. You know you got that, Tony? Nope. <laughs> yeah, well, nice reference, Harley. Well, only I got it. I don't yeah, understand you know, what you somebody, just said. Twenty years down the road, when this podcast has millions and millions of listeners, and we're episode three thousand and sixty-four or whatever the fuck, whatever. Wow. <laughs> that that reference will will go down in the annals of of podcast review movie reviews history okay um this is this is the much more refined version of of the mob flick Mm. it's the Mm. big it's Mm. it's more it's Mm. it's it's set in vegas Mm. Mm. 
Did uh, you say it's more refined? You said it yourself De Niro was not even a mobster in this. Did you? Did he say this is a more refined movie? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do you? Wasn't it the same director? Yeah. What makes it more refined? Because you got eyeballs popping out of sockets. Vegas, he said. No, like look at it from like the cinema cinematography standpoint. Like it's more. It's it's just bigger and grander. It's like the Terminator Two to Terminator One. Oh, like Terminator One budget. was like this. Yeah, yeah, it's huge budget compared to Goodfellas. I'm sure. Um, See, I, I feel right like now. you're not reviewing Casino. You're reviewing it comparing to Goodfellas. Don't do that. Well, no, no. The, and and uh, I mean your review of 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 Casino because Goodfellas no, has an eight point seven. Casino has eight. Oh, no, you're right. And so, and I think you want to go that think, way. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not arguing that that most people tra- historically think Goodfellas is a better film. He's arguing and that because most it's are the wrong. OG. You know, it's there was no casino without Goodfellas for Scorsese kind of thing. Um, and like you said, Pesci, uh, Pesci is is playing essentially the same character. Um, I just think Casino is about Vegas and and the the ties that it had with. With Vegas, with the mob. Well, when you think of the mob, you think of Vegas. I think of like a little after, in New York. After I saw this movie, yeah, yeah, but but I even had no like, idea. Even that other the mob... mob movies take place in New York and the East Coast, and like you know, have like the Italian. Question: like, I don't know. So it's funny that you automatically get with with, with casino with you know Vegas. Like, well, I, I don't. You know what I think of Vegas? I think of swingers. <laughs> I think of go. <laughs> You know, I don't think mob, you know, well, no, no, no. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I associate all mob movies with Vegas. I am saying what I associate now is the early successful when Vegas was becoming this gigantic. Um, uh, so you're uh, reviewing Vegas now or you're reviewing casino. I'm confused. I think of Sorry. the mob. The up and coming because uh, Las Vegas. The hell? Who's fucking taking uh, GPS directions right now? No, I said something. I said, "Are you reviewing Vegas or are you reviewing Casino?" And then Siri just started talking. Hmm. I'm not sure I'm hearing you correctly. <laughs> How about you don't listen at all? Kazlan, stop listening. Yeah, stop listening. Yeah, no shit. Crazy. Um, that was weird. No, obviously I give it a say. I feel like you guys are going to talk me off or you're trying to argue with me. No, uh, not at all. No, we know you love, we already knew you were giving us Slater's. No. The the budget for Goodfellas was $25 Are you saying it's a better mom movie than Goodfellas? You need to get your head checked. And, and okay, so I will. <laughs> you're a bullshit artist. You know what happens? Um, I'm going to go over there and crack your fucking head wide open. I will. And I'll be at the hospital. That was one of my favorite when you lines. When come out of the, of the coma, and guess what? When you come out of the coma, <laughs> guess what? I'll be right there again. Right. Right. Push your fucking head wide open again. You know why? I'm fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. No, no. He didn't say. You're said, right. Goodfellas is a better mob film. Yes. Goodfellas is very specific, strictly mob. Casino is about the the three the three corners. The mob, Vegas, and and fucking uh, bad love kind of thing. It's a crime drama movie. I mean, so it's you know, I'm sure yeah, it's in the same yeah. section. So, what were you gonna say, Tony? No, I was gonna say I like that line mm-hmm. that summed up Joe Pesci and what made him so scary. Yeah, like he said, "I'll go to jail. I'll come out, and I'll beat you again." 
because I'm dumb. <laughs> I was like, yeah. shit, yeah, yeah that's, much, that's yeah. the truth. You know why? He goes, yeah. He's like, when I get out of jail, guess what? I'll be right there again, busting your head. You know why? Because I'm fucking stupid. That's why. Yeah, I was like, like yeah, damn. Shit. That's, that's it. Yeah, you yep. can't reason with him. Yeah. yeah. He's a Terminator. No <laughs> 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 reasoning. He'll keep coming at you. You know? You hear that little girl? Where's that guy that told my friend to go fuck himself? Huh? <laughs> I love the look on De Niro's face when that happens at the beginning of the movie. He's like, whoa, okay. It's a nice pen. I mean, you notice he never does anything. He never like kicks in with that. He always gets somebody else to do it for him. Well, he doesn't even he doesn't even initiate. He's not like you like we pointed out, he's not made. He's not a Well mob. it's funny because like in Carlito's way, Sean Penn hangs out with mob guys, you know, and then starts thinking he'd be he is a mob and carries a gun and thinks he's badass, right? Yeah. Kind of funny, yeah. So Goodfellas is a high slater. Casino's a low slater. Yeah. So you, you both see, give it a slater? Yes. That was a fucking movie. That was a fucking movie. Yeah, you're the only asshole that doesn't give the greatest movies a slater. Yes. Mr. <laughs> Heat over here. What? No. <laughs> How could you not give Heat a slater? Oh, don't even Don't even go there. Tony's like, where's the audio? Play the play the pigs. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember why I didn't give Heat a Slater. You're fucking Casino. stupid. I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll come back. I'll watch it again, and I'll still give it a dollar. And I'll give it a dollar. Why? I'm <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, that's right. You know. So you got to get that sounder, Tony. Casino <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, cost forty to fifty million dollars. The budget. So the budget's uh, effectively twice that it could cost. Yeah. It shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's got Joe Bob Briggs in it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Ready? Yep. She called with this week's review of Casino. Friday at three. I can't believe you ever reviewed this movie before. Right off the bat. Double down. Double down. Slaters for fucking Fonzo and MCP. Not an MCP. Sorry, that Mama Luke. I'm going to say Fonzo and Harley Double Down Slaters. Take it to the back. Boom. I'm going to say that right off the bat. I'm going to say MCP. He's going to say he didn't like it. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever, whatever. I'm going to say he's saying give it down. Because he doesn't. He, that motherfucker. That fucker. You motherfucker. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Where did Art record these calls? Oh, God, I hope he's at work in his train doing it. Yes. I think I've seen a- Like, just a, a, just a stream of uh, of bad words, like, coming uh-huh. out of the train, like, just le- staying in the air. I just I just pictured him opening the, the, the car door, like, in, like a school bus does, you know, or a city bus. Yeah. And people are coming in. He's like, you fucking motherfucker, you fucking man. <laughs> you know, and he just keeps going. I was like, okay. Has the most, uh, what, uh, has the highest fuck count in the whole history of cinema. The fuck, fuck you guys. So I'm gonna double down on Harley MCP. Boom! Uh, uh, Slater, I'm gonna say MCP gave it a dollar. I'm gonna bet seven points on this. And I forgot to bet another movie. I'm betting two points on another movie on Chucky. So take it to the bank or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Mama Luke, bye bye. My boys are live. Wow. Okay. Whoa. whoa, whoa. That's a lot to digest right there. I got to do a lot of that. Yeah, we're going to need to take a break. Uh, let's whoa. go to commercial. <laughs> we'll be right back after these important messages. All right. So, uh, Wait, so he did three... bet? Do, are he we going to allow that? It's... Yeah. The two yeah. points on Chucky? The two yeah, points I don't on... see why not. Okay. Just making sure. 
Okay, so he scored three points on Chucky, but he lost two because he didn't get the gambling because he didn't get my waste of time. So he's going to end up with just he, one why, point. Why did he lose two? Because he didn't get yours? You just don't get points. Why would he lose it? Because he gambled two points. Oh, cause, oh that's right. So he, he only scores one point for child's play. Gotcha. But Uh-oh. with Casino, he just I rolled up. This might be the big. this is the biggest points. Uh, because he just gambled seven points. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Yes. And he doubled so down. So he's got it all correct. And he doubled down on two Slaters. So that's going to be. Pick, right, right. So that's all yep. the picks. So that's two, four, five, six. Seven for the accent. So four, five, six, seven. Seven plus seven with the gambling. To a total of 14 plus one more for child's play. That's 15 plus 12. 27 points. Oh, wasn't the previous 25? Uh, Angie it has 27. So he just oh, tied, he's just tied with Angie. Damn. So 27 is the highest you can get ever then. No. 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 So with gambling, with gambling, there's no limit. Right, right. No right, limit. Right. But okay. he so right just now the scored seven. Yeah. He just scored 15 points. <laughs> and uh, one one review. So that's damn. a big deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's huge. Bingo. Hmm. But where's it, where's his grand total at now? 27. Motherfucker, do you listen to me? Motherfucker, are you listening to me? Goddamn <laughs> podcast, I'm fucking talking to you and you're not fucking listening to me. I got a head on a fucking bias when I have to listen to you. Motherfucker, you. <sighs> I thought we were talking about the points total that whoever had the highest points total ever on a one single game. I thought you said that's what the 27 was. No, no, no. He's, he has a total of twenty-seven points. Gotcha. He's tied and tied for first place. Well, hey, well, let's not, let's not, you know, not fuck each other's dicks yet. There's still other, <laughs> other contestants. Let's see where they're at. Here we go. Hey, fucking bad boys, it's me, fucking Joe Pesci. And, uh, <laughs> okay, good news, good and he's he's driving as well. And no, 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 no. Not only is he driving and Pesci. But, he sounds more ch- child's play than. <laughs> he sounds more like Chuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that match. He's like the... putting in Chucky inside <laughs> Casino and Goodfellas. Oh, it's like shit. the angry ch- Chucky in this one. Fantastic. Yeah, maybe uh, Tony played the calls backwards. Then they just be hey, the devil. Chucky here, you right? motherfucker! You. <laughs> an extra credit. It's. It's fucking casino, you know? It's, this is filled with balls, you know? Like, uh, it's, it's got, uh, here's another thing, it's fucking swearing in this fucking film. Watch this film! Anyway, I think, hardly okay, that this saved it, cause film, you were saying y'all too much. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was struggling with the y'all. That was way better. But Good recovery. Fucking Slider, cause, fuck, he loves to swear. And uh, Tony will he'll give this film a dollar because he think it's fucking fine, just fucking fine. And then Fonzo he'll give this film a Slater, and I'm gonna double down on that, and I'm gonna bet five points. Ooh, five points for life. 
Push one damn. more time. Oh, damn. See, now, wh- how do you picture him? I picture him taking his kids to school. And <laughs> his daughter's in the back while he's making that call. <laughs> she, she's like, Dad, what podcast do you listen you know, to? That? So he didn't double down on my Slater. Is that yeah, correct? Was yeah. yeah. I, I didn't hear it. Did you? Yeah. No, I didn't. Hey, I think... Hardly give this fucking film the fucking Slater, because fuck he loves to swear. And uh, Tony, well, he'll give this film a dollar because he thinks it's fucking fine. Just fucking fine. And then Fonzo, he'll give this film a Slater, and I'm going to double down on that, and I'm going to bet five points. I don't, That's I, so weird. He gave you a Slater, but didn't double down. It's all right. He still scored a ton of points. Okay. All right. So he's got the accent. He got my dollar. He got your double down. He got Tony's dollar. Mm-hmm. He gets the point for getting all three right, and he gambled five. So that's going to be three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven points. Damn. So eleven. Plus 15 plus 3 equals 9. 29 points. We have a new leader. Oh, shit. Uh, we're not done yet, though. Nope. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, this Don't wait, Angie. Just yet. Yeah, yeah, Angie's going to come correct, I guarantee it. Let's see. This button? This button. Bet two points on that. Um, what? Um, anyway, we're going to bet two points on that. Oh, shit. She um, bet two points on Chucky. And uh, Chucky. Ben, for the extra credit for... So I didn't, I didn't let it play out long enough. Oh, oh boy. So she lost the two points that she got. Yeah. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, she's down to 23. Ooh, you're both to tie. Yeah. So now it's... She only has 25. 25, 27, 29. Ooh. Yeah. Praise, guys. Just but don't. Be careful. D has cool. 17. Right. And she still hasn't uh, guessed on right. this on right. casino. She hasn't guessed on casino right. yet. Casino. I think I've watched this movie probably more times than I've Damn, her Joe Pesci's like even that. better than her. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing, Joe amazing. Damn, that's amazing. I'm going to go ahead and say triple Slater. Double down on all those. And five. Oh, Dang. Oh, oh, oh. She's going to lose points because she's going to gamble. Oh, fuck. Hey, Fine. thank MCP for that, Angie. Yep. I'm going to bet on top of that. So, you know, since we're gambling, it's a gambling movie. Why the fuck not? Right, exactly. Anyway, um, no accents. I overdid it last week, so uh giving myself a break. Anyway, <laughs> love you guys, and I will call back next week. Bye. Wait. Yeah, split the voice. What did she gamble? Bye. Yeah, I didn't hear what she said. I said five. Go ahead and say triple Slater. Double down on all those and five points. I'm going to bet on points. top of that. Gambling so, five. you know, since we're gambling, it's a gamble. Got it. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Boy. She actually lost points this week. Mm, 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 mm. Because you up, Angie. she got four points for Fonzo, my Slater. But, oh, no, wait. She lost more than that. Oh, boy. No, wait. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, my God. I forget. If you, <laughs> if you 
double down on a Slater and you don't get it, do you lose one point or do you lose two points? Just you just one. lose one just point, one. Just right? one, just That's, one. Okay, okay, thank you. I couldn't remember. My my head is spinning here. Yeah. But she got three points, but she lost out. five, so she ends up with negative two. She zero, zeroed out on child's play. So she's going to go from 25 points at the beginning of this week to 23 points. Wow. Holy shit. Oh, say again? She went from 25 and ultimately lost two points. Mm. Dang. Which, I mean, truth be told, with the gambling, the way we have it, she's she's five points down on Reed. True. Yeah, it's a good point. Four points down on our. I mean, this, this, it's yeah, it, it's any man's game for sure, or any woman's game. But yeah, Art and Reed, man, it's a big bonus points. Yeah. Speaking of gambling, the casino, huh? Yeah. All right, Donaldo. Let's see what you got. You know. And Harley will give it. A- Cody and give it a 2019, I think Alfonso on to Casino. There it is. And I think all three of you guys are going to give it a Slater. And I'm going to double down. Okay, those are my picks. Have a good evening, guys. Bad boys for life. <laughs> hey, he did an accent. Good job. That's right, exactly. Shout out to D Shout out to your Ravens for beating the Steelers. He has 20 points. So D is still in last place with 20. Angie is 23. Art, 27. And Reed with the big two. I don't know if I wrote down 28 or 29 here. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 29. At this rate, one of these guys will win a championship in about six years. <laughs> well, that was good. That was fun. That's right. that's that's what yeah, that's good about. shit. That's a good way to add some excitement. So, so for next week. Know. Yeah, buddy. I don't have to pick a movie. Uh, Yeah, I've got the homework, and I'm going to sign Joker 2019. Let's get our asses to the theater. Oh, Joker, huh? Maybe I'll get Chris to go with me or something. Well, this movie just celebrates 10-year anniversary, keeping the theme going for October. Um, it's It's getting like little status, little cult status. It didn't do so well at the time, but... Now people are really enjoying it after the fact. Uh, a little movie called Jennifer's Body. What? Really? Yep. Why are you so surprised, Ponzo? Or Tony? That it's getting cult status? Yeah, I never would have expected never. it to get cult status. That, that's all. No. People seem to be enjoying it now. Like when they did it, they didn't market it right. Mm. You know, they had they, they had Megan Fox. Oh, year. this is the yeah. one with what's her name? Tony's eyeballs. I mean, his, his girl, Manasee. <laughs> I never even saw this. This is homework for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. My bad. Oh, it's all good. I don't give a fuck. I've seen it, so it's only one homework. 
Cool. You've only seen it once, though, right, Tony? One time. Yeah. A newly possessed high school cheerleader turns into a succubus who specializes in killing her male classmates. Can her best friend put an end to the horror? Karen Kusama. Yeah. Who also directed... Invitation. Oh, The Invitation. I remember seeing Which was great, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. It was like a little indie film. And she directed Destroyer with Nicole Kidman, too. Interesting. I wish she plays like that hard nosed cop and shit. I mean, I never saw it, but it looked pretty cool yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. So, there you go. Yeah. There's your assignments. Joker. Jennifer's body. Jennifer's body. The J and the J, double J's. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to start off my weekends by telling you I played Borderlands all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and right. watch movies all at the same time. And watch yeah, movies at the exactly. same time. And, and, and I cleaned the turtles and I built a. Uh, a little basking platform for them out of acrylic. So I had, I, I felt productive, hey, slightly there you productive. Go. Boom. So that was kind of cool. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, very good. So one of the things that I wanted to share is that uh, in Borderlands, I finally got to the Easter egg that stars Tommy Wiseau. Yes, you got there. Okay. Yes. I didn't mean to spoil it to you, man. My bad. No, no, no. It was, it was cool though because when I saw it, when I got yeah. there. You already I was knew. Like, is this it? Is this is this it? And then I heard I heard the voice. I was like, "Oh, hi, Vault oh. Hunter." <laughs> oh no! Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. Please so tell me you were cracking over. You I was you got the it. whole fucking time. So the 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 side mission that he assigns to you is to go is to find a dog. <laughs> no, that would have been good, but it was to go find a movie. He's he's a film buff. Oh, okay. What did he say? See you there. Here, let's see. You are just the person I didn't know I wanted to see until I could see you there. Would you look through the garbages for my echo device? I have lots. Echo device in the game is a thing that can play movies. So, gotcha. I remember that from the first one. Like a, like a, yeah. Some money for some reason, and I will give you a bunch of it if you help me. The jerk who run this place is called Roner. He trashed my echo because he did not understand my cinematic vision. It's a really great vision. But What's it look like? I was just about to say you got to see you got you got to okay. see what okay. it looks I like. I want to see a, I want to see a, a face to that voice. Oh, I'll just tremendous. send the, the the video. Um, okay. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, I'll just let you let you see it. Okay. Uh, Roner prefers only these terrible movies. These Troy person. Oh, so you were like waiting the whole time for that part. No, I forgot about it, which is that was oh, the best part. Because you, yeah, yeah, it totally surprised me. And and then when I when uh when so I got your to reaction him, right like, now, how you explain it, you're like, oh, that's great. Yeah, because I got I, I got to this side mission, and I was just like, oh, there's a guy with a mission. And I went up there, and the film the or the mission name was like film buff, mm-hmm. and I was like, wait, oh, film buff. And then I saw his face, and I was like, well, his name wait. is this is buff. Film buff. Buff, film buff. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, Oh, hi, Vault Hunter. I was like, Oh my God, this is it. This is it. It was Yeah. I hate that I enjoyed it, but it was it was so much fun. Uh, <laughs> before the hunt is over. Because if you didn't know, wouldn't it just be weird? Or it, would, yes, it wouldn't even make know. sense, right? Exactly. Exactly. It'd just be like, Okay. So it, it has it, a weird cadence to how we talk. And, and the game has a bunch of stuff like that where, right. like, if you're in the know, you know. But if you don't know, then you don't know. Yeah, like yeah. Right. So, and if you don't know, now you, <laughs> now know. you know. You know. 
Like there's a right. there's a there's a a whole uh, part of the main storyline where there's a a pink bear, uh huh, and I and I and that's from Breaking Bad. Like I oh. swear it's from Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah um, it, lots of little things like that. Yeah, it's it's uh, that that's what that's what makes the Borderlands game so much fun. Uh, oh hi MCP. <laughs> yeah. For me. It was. I was. Was Lainey watching you play it? No, she no, she wasn't home at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's 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 pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. Oh, very cool. That's that's pretty much my weekend. I didn't do much else. Yeah, I only worked two days this week because I had two days off. Tuesday, Wednesday was Beyond Fest, and then um, Saturday, Cruise game was at four p.m., so it was really late. So we just kind of hung out around the house. They went shopping in the morning, and Cruise uh, team that's their third straight win. Um, they started zero and two, but now they won three straight. So pretty good start. And uh, hope they keep it up. And then Sunday we just kind of chilled. We were gonna go do something. It was like ninety. Like every time we went outside, it was really hot. We're like fuck this, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, the night this last weekend, this weekend I finalized like put it like the rest of the like, Halloween decorations up. So um, I, I I got this Sam inflatable that's in the it's on the it's on my roof. He's sitting like on a cement cool. block with a pumpkin and it's. It's bitching, dude. It's so badass. It's like I got orange lights around it, just try to keep it in that same theme as yes. you know, Sam. And uh, if you and if you know, you know, like Tony, like you were saying, if you're in the know, <laughs> yeah. you know. If you don't know, you just see like what's that thing up there? Like if you don't know, that's I feel sorry for you. You know, like that's that's just you know my hipster Halloween decorations. I guess I don't know. You don't know who that is, you know? Because uh, my neighbor has a big praying mantis, like a Frankenstein, like in the laboratory, and then mm-hmm. a huge spider, and then he's got a dragon on his roof. But I say, yo, bro, you need lights. You gotta add some extra lights because there's down the street. There's three houses side by side by side, all have Halloween decorations. I'm like, dude, come on, Dave, we got we got to step it up. Um, there's this other house around the block. They've gotten really cool stuff. And there's a lot of cool houses. That got a lot of a lot of cool lights and stuff. So the kids should have a lot of fun this year. Pretty pretty pretty, pretty awesome. Just weird. It's on a Thursday, you know. Yeah, they got, kids got damn school the next day. So. You know, it's it's cool. My kid um, has Friday off. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about you? Do you have Friday off? Yeah, yeah, we go to the same school. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. that's awesome. Yeah, I stoked about that. Yeah, that was my weekend. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'll try to. I'll try to keep it short but sweet. But uh, you know, I mean, you guys have been. You guys have been hearing the stories of of my tumultuous past with my ex over the years. Um, what a funny story, Mark. <laughs> So, um, uh, when on a left, it's, it's been about, I think Chris pointed out it's been four months or five months she left. She went to go live with her mom. Uh, since then, Mazzy has not been interested in really talking to her mom. So she's talked to her a couple times, uh, but she hasn't spoken to her on the phone in, I think, about three months, two, two to three months. And her mom calls. And Mazzy's like, yeah, I just don't want to talk to her. And I'm like, cool, because I don't want to fucking hear her voice. Because whenever she talks to her, I always have her put it on speakerphone. Oh, really? Yeah, so I can I can make sure that that bitch ain't saying nothing. Uh. 
So, um, you know, and Maz has gotten so used to it, it's not a problem. So, um, so I've been like, okay, if you don't want to talk to your mom, I'm not going to force you to talk to your mom. You does, that, does that feel good when you go, uh, yeah, she don't want to talk to you and hang up on her? Well, yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, I just, I t- I t- I've texted her. I was like, look, I've told her she can call you back anytime she wants. Right. I tell her you call. I play her your voicemails. She knows. She says she's not mad. She just, it doesn't have it. And, and, and this has gone through like, I, she, a new school. She started volleyball. She just had, you know, she's had her first volleyball games. You know, it's like a lot has changed in the last three months for an 11 year old. I mean, you know, shit, imagine if you went three months without talking to crew, you know? So, yeah. so, uh, you know, it's created a little bit of tension. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, great, you know? Mm-hmm. So, long story short, three months goes by. Mazian spoke to her mom, but you know she's she's got some kind of energy with it. So, uh, Saturday, we go down to Reading for Mazzy's volleyball tournament, and we invite Rochelle, Mazzy's older sister, the twenty-two-year-old. Mm-hmm. And at the volleyball game, she says, "Yeah, mom is down here." And me and Chris are like looking at each other like, what? And she's like, yeah, she came down with Casey. She's down here right now. And we're like, what? Why didn't she tell us? I mean, every time she's ever come down to Reading, she's visited with the kids. Mm-hmm. So, but this time she decided not to tell us. Hmm. Chris has kind of figured it out that she, it's kind of her passive aggressive way of punishing Mazzy for not calling her back which is insane to me. Like the fuck you punish your 11 year old daughter. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the most chicken shit. Like that's disgusting. So, so we told Mazzy, you know, we told her after the volleyball game, we said, we just found out your mom is here in Reading. Uh, I don't know why she didn't tell us. Now, what do you think that's going to, how do you think that's going to make an 11 year old feel? Her head, she just went into a tailspin. I mean, she just was right. like, she's, why wouldn't she tell us? So she was like, I want to call mom. So I'm like, all right, fine. So she calls mom after we got back. Because I was like, the last thing I'm going to do is like fucking try to track her down in Reading. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to see the bitch. So we get back home. You know, that's like an hour and a half drive. And uh, she calls her mom. And she calls her out. She's like, hey, are you in Reading? And Jamie immediately is like, yeah. And then she just starts lying to her. Then she just starts telling her, like, oh, I told your dad, but he's not letting you talk to me and all this uh, fucking horseshit. Just So I actually started screaming at Jamie over the phone. I was like, don't fucking say that shit. It's bullshit. You're lying. You know it. Fucking making your... You're putting this guilt trip on Mazzy because Mazzy... Is immediately starts apologizing. Well, I'm sorry I didn't call you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a poor eleven year old. She don't need to be apologizing anyway. She didn't do nothing wrong. So we kept telling her, you know, you didn't do nothing wrong, kiddo. We're just hugging her and kissing her and telling her how much we love her and we're sorry. The poor kid, man, just went to the ringer this weekend. So, um, so we ended up telling Mazzy a lot about kind of the history of. Jamie and the drugs and why she moved to Washington and all that shit. Poor kid, just because she's she's old enough now where she 
can kind of understand stuff. And so we've really tried to keep, we've really tried to kind of almost protect Jamie. We didn't want Mazzy to know all the truth because it's, it's not going to help her, you know, but now she's like asking her mom. So she's today. She was like, I want to call mom again because I want to talk to Anna. Mm. And then, and so she calls and Jamie's like, well, Anna's not here. She's hanging out with a friend. Yeah. That you know how people lie and they're really shitty liars and you can always read right through it, you know? It's fucking terrible, man. So um that's been a stressful like fucking haze over our heads yesterday and today. But um you know, because a poor kid, man, you know, yeah. she just wants her mom to love her. She you know, she wants to see her mom and her mom's fucking playing head games and trips and manipulative this and and Chris is really insightful because her mom did a lot of the same shit when she was a kid. So she has a lot of good insight into Mazzy's um, psychology. But um, yeah, so that kind of sucked. But um, so today we just kind of hung around the house, barbecued the ribs. So that turned out pretty good. Went to the gym. Um Oh, we had to go down to the Dunsmore house, do some maintenance on that, kind of prep it for the winter time for for the tenant. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was pretty chill today. So we played Risk. We're doing Risk now. We're playing the board game Risk. Mazzy's learned how to play it, and she loves it. So, uh-huh. so we play Risk with her. So, but anyways, that's the the little the four one yeah. one. So. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. I think ultimately in the long run it's good because now Mazzy's starting to learn the truth about her mom Yeah. instead of you know us constantly kind of pre- lying and hiding and protecting her mm-hmm. so um, so I'm optimistic oh that's good yeah. damn well you have a better weekend next weekend then oh, appreciate yeah, it yeah seriously before I, it's going to wrap up episode 472 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ranted all things movies. Uh, we just, yeah, we went through the Ringo Casino. It was We just started it, and uh, three hours later. It was a nice, smooth three hours, as Harley would say. Tight. And, uh, I said tight. Oh, that's right. And, yeah, uh, yeah we found a new buddy in Chucky. So. Well, some of us. No, it's a lot of city. <laughs> Waste of time. Oh, yeah. So next week, we got Joker and Jennifer's Body. Uh, but until then, I mean, your bad boy, Fonzo said we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for that. I always feel bad if we end the podcast all like a fucking sad note like that. Sorry. Yeah, we should end it with Tony's Tommy Wissau story. Damn, dude. I was telling Chris, I was like, I actually, I'm actually okay with this. You know? Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for Mazzy. I really do. I mean, right. It's, 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 like a, it's like a growing pain. Like, it kind of yeah. sucks, yeah. but it's good. She's got to learn that her mom is a... Shit. Um, I guess I should have put this on I love my protect, protect Your Retina. I was so stoked when I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, as soon as I heard it. <laughs> well, you guys said it's funny where you said, like, you gotta protect your eyes or something. You said it like that, and it just made me think of that song. Right, just before midnight, I gotta turn my Halloween lights off now. <laughs> Alright, fellas. Okay. Uh, Sunday again? Sunday. Uh, yeah. Cool. Don't ever leave.
leave me Please don't say goodbye I'll be yours till the day that you die. <laughs>